What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Louise Sports Podcast. This is episode 321 for the week of January 7th, 2023. The title of this week's episode is Massive Meta Map and Mode Modifications. Oh, yeah. It took a while to figure out a lot of M, a lot of M words. words to use in the title, but here we are. Uh, and I stupidly forgot until Will got here that uh, it's our six-year anniversary. Woo! Woo! Uh, yeah. I, t- I genuinely forgot. But that's okay uh, uh, because... I, I was going to do the, the party hat, and I totally forgot to go to the store. So that's, that's my bad. But it's okay. It's like what Ikuza says. Will with the fresh trim. Yeah. Went and got my hair cut. I'm not wearing a hat today because of it. And usually, usually it starts growing and I'm like, fuck, I don't want to style this hat. Thanks for calling me out completely oh, right shit. now because that's exactly <laughs> why I'm wearing a hat. Yeah. I trimmed up the beard a little bit. Love it. Yeah. Feeling good. So fresh and so clean, clean. Hell yeah. Um, my name is Josh, a.k.a. JK Fire. And this week I'm joined by the man with the fresh cut. Yeah. yeah. Will, a.k.a. <laughs> I am Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you doing on this Wednesday? evening i'm doing good uh a little weird doing this on a wednesday yeah but i'd say it worked out for the better because of uh, everything that's come out over the past couple days i agree so um yeah we had the the update on tuesday and that's when infinite usually does update so this will work better for us talking about what's already yeah. come out versus talking about it in advance and kind of speculating absolutely um and yeah this will be the time going forward for the next few months yeah, so, so until April, until May, May, so sorry, through April. Yep, through April. Um, shows will be on Wednesdays at seven PM Central live, um, which means the audio version of the show will be published Wednesday nights um, to podcast services everywhere, and then the video version of the the VOD of the show will be posted to YouTube the day after, so on Thursdays. Again, this is through April, um, so starting in May, we'll be back to the normally regularly scheduled programming on Mondays. Um, so yeah, just there you go. Awesome. Homesick says, started tuning in last year to the podcast. Crazy to think I've missed out in the past five years. Homesick, here's the thing. One, thank you for listening. And two, you haven't really missed out because you can always go back and listen to, and listen to the past other five years um, if you want to. I'm not saying do it because it's fucking insane, but if you wanted to, you could do that. So, yeah, I mean, we did, co- we covered a lot over the five years, but some of it, it's all mostly topical to that point in time. Yes. Besides so, the Taco Bell episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good one. That's a staple. If you want to go and like, oh, let's look up these past events and see what happened and what, t- what we talked about around those events, then that that's cool. Um, there's some other topics we hit like before Infinite fully came out in that kind of Halo 5 era of yeah. what Infinite might be, what we think it should be, and you could probably see how our opinions have changed over time. But yeah, it's all out there. YouTube, go, go check out the videos. Or podcast services everywhere. Oh, my God. Like Pocket Cast, still not an ad. Uh, Shio says, damn, it's an important one. I'm going to miss it. Have a good night. Uh, evening, guys. Got to do HRL things. Hey, you enjoy the HRL things. And don't worry. That's why it's on your favorite podcast service or YouTube after the fact. And go check it out. Um, Hero, we'll talk about that. I'm not necessarily sure, but we'll we'll figure it out. Uh, I think it's going to be in a better state than a worse state, which is good. He's talking about Argyle. Um, also, before we get started here, PD with the seven-month resub, Blackout with the two-month resub, and Ash with the four-month resub. You all get a woo, woo, woo! Hey, there it is, baby. What's up, Juan? Welcome back. Also, to everybody that's tuning in live, give me one second here. 
We got CG Halt, John Ikuza, Ashley, Hero, um, Blackout, Hyperbox. Welcome, by the way, Hyperbox. Let's see here. Do, 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 do. Ash, Absent, Riz, um, Homesick, Shio, Juan, Godzilla. Everybody, welcome back. Hope everyone's having a great fucking night. We got a lot to talk about. Um, but before we get into that, Will, you have something oh, yeah. that you told me not to watch. So I have not watched it. The only thing that I've technically watched was what you witnessed me yeah, seeing. Like the first 10 seconds. Trying to get the trying to get it set up. So do you want to do you want to lead our audience into what this is while I attempt to not completely fucking annihilate this bottle of champagne? <laughs> it's just a little video I put together, uh, just clips from the last six years. Just some uh Podcasting community things. It's about a seven minute video and we'll get into it shortly. Josh did a wonderful job popping the bottle. I, we, I fucking nailed it. We, we were a little worried because it was in the car that yeah. was just driven. It was in the back of my wife's vehicle um, from New Year's. So I was, I was genuinely nervous about, you know, bad things happening from uncorking this. Yeah, it worked out fine. I think we're doing all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're doing all right. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll watch the video shortly. Uh, Josh, you want to go through what's coming up on the episode first? And Ooh, we'll jump into it. love that segue. Um, so yeah, like we mentioned, we're live on Wednesdays now until you want to talk about it. <laughs> I, don't, I picked up the glass and it instantly spilled. Ooh. I was worried about popping the bottle. I did a phenomenal job. No, Thank you. You got to worry about Will spilling shit. Everywhere. And, and you're not even fucking drunk at all. So here we are. Um, I'll smell like champagne for the drive home. I'm just going to put this just not get pulled over. Huh? There you go. You're right. <laughs> so, um, like, like we mentioned, we'll be live on Wednesdays now, uh, until May. So just keep that in mind in case you're interested in watching the live show. Um, for those that listen, to the audio version of the show that'll release on Wednesday nights. So probably like when, like very late Wednesday night and a Thursday morning, you'll see it in your feeds. And then if you're a VOD watcher on YouTube, that'll be on Thursdays at noon central is when that will release. So hopefully that clears that up for the time being. And then, yeah, we're celebrating six years of podcasting today, which again, I basically forgot about until you got here. So thank you for <laughs> reminding me. Um, I'm glad I had champagne available. Um, the return of Tachi's tantalizing tidbits that comes back for a little bit. We have a roster mania tease. Stay tuned for that. Slayers have been and continue to be amazing in the HCS, or at least for spectators. Uh, there's a, the, the final HCS offseason um, tournament took place, and that second Game 5 Slayer was fucking insane. Um, and then we have a run-through and discussion around the 2024 meta changes. So, without further ado, instead of getting into the competitive news, Will... You have something to show us. Yeah, let's kick it out. Kick it out? Kick it off. Okay. Let's do it. I, I want, I want to kick it out. It. Let's kick it out? Yeah, let's kick it out. All right. All right, here we go. Again, I have not seen this. Twenty twenty four uh, absent. Are we cheersing? Are we cheers this, yeah. 
Cheers. What the fuck is this? Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's when I lost my shit for Halo Infinite's reveal. Are we opening the show with that? <laughs> no way. Yeah, way, Josh. No, we're not. Yeah, way past Josh. Oh my oh. god, we're opening with it. Oh, we're fucking opening with it. No way. That's when the table was this oh, way. Oh, yeah. fuck. We're opening with it. Okay. Even though this technology will save humanity in the war to come. Oh, man. I have literal goosebumps, Will. I have literal goosebumps. I must remind myself. I'm such a fucking loser, dude. <laughs> Liquid crystal cannot rise on this its own. This is great. What are you talking about? Titanium alloy cannot prevail in the face of extinction. Armor cannot hope. Oh my god. Yeah. Do it. Initialize <laughs> that shit. You step inside. Goosebumps right now, dude. Kind of have goosebumps right now, for being honest. Yeah, that video. <laughs> Let's talk about the main topic of yes. the show this week. Oh no! We had a Twitter conversation as well about this. So let's let's dive oh, a little bit deeper. No, here. sprint in Halo. Guys, those yeah. twenty five exist. Should it not exist? Should we have things in place of it? So on and There's so. The old logo up there too, dude. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, first live your show. weekly Halo wow. Sports podcast. And we are live, coming to you live. Oh my God. From the Pro Talk Studios. And then the community leaders include Martin Ohms, the only Zoltan. Zoltan. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I was so hoping. Yes. Oh, uh, fuck yes. Fuck I love yes. Zoltan, man. Give us 10 woos. All right, fuck it. You okay, yeah, go for it. <sighs> oh man, I was coughing. All right. You got this. I love this clip. <laughs> Dave, what? I saw the fucking game, bro. That's what I shit on Dave <laughs> to win the Halo uh, Two portion. Yeah. Says, Pro Talk dirty to me, daddies. Oh shit. Fuck yeah, daddy. Oh my god. Oh gosh. <gasps> Sorry, Swole, you weren't the first. Because it's good for me. Flip it. Flip it <laughs> and ship it, boys. Ten seconds left as well. We have to come in now. Devin's oh, also, he gets one as well. Devin gets two. Surely he gets two. Oh my god. Is that 48? G1 going to a lead. Oh my god. Wow. G1. G1. Uh, G1 just stole that game away. They did. We don't need to talk about them anymore. Not the org, but the, the players. We don't need to talk about them anymore. D3381. Debbie. That's that's what it is now. Naker. Thank you, Falcon. Falco Bunch! Doom? Falcon Kick! That's Doom. How the fuck is that Doom? Looks like Debbie to me now. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking Debbie. Perfect. Oh, God. What just Whoa, happened? Who, who, what? What, what, what was happened? that, Ross? <laughs> 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 
I was watching you play freaking 50-50 grind. <laughs> Do you like playing with your friends? Oh, God. I kind of. Yeah, yeah, of course. Then fuck you! Juan. <laughs> ba -ba -ba Riz. Ban this Tools. fuck! Welcome back. Fox too quick. Captain Mo. Danny. Thank you for the resub again. Danny. You're banned. Oh. Aaron. Um, fine guy. Ronan. Godzilla. Ben Jammin. Crunchy dad. Yeah, it is. Uh, Coded and Pharaoh. Welcome back, guys. This is going to be our 200th episode of the motherfucking show. God. And uh, what better to celebrate than with an interview with an individual who um, we we basically ghosted a long time ago and uh, <laughs> had reached back out to us. And it's like, hey, we did do you want to fucking do this thing ago. or not? He didn't use fucking, Whoops. but you know, we, we do. So he's like, do you want to do this thing? We're like, oh shit. You 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 do you know us. Okay, yeah, let's fucking yeah. do this shit. And right now I'm joined by a oh! very, very special individual. It's Brian. Remember Sketch me sitting Gerard, there with the, the fucking camera? The yeah, that was fun. Industries Not for you. Sketch, that, that was, was so fun horrible shit. for me. Great, Josh. Uh, great running into you here. And uh, thanks for sitting down and chatting with me. It's Austin McWin McCleary. McWin, how the fuck are you doing? Shout out, Austin. Doing really good. How are you guys? I'm doing great. I'm nervous. Nervous, but Why? on the, but on the surface, I was calm and ready. Oh no! Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like that. Thank you. <laughs> He's like, um, fucking kill no, me. I'm doing great. Really excited <laughs> to talk to you. I had a firm day. No, oh, no, firm day. Oh no. So to SSG, if you ever see this, or if you don't, that's fine too. But if you ever do see this, I want you to know. Get Zordon in there. Every piece of my heart. Thank you so fucking much for actually giving a shit. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, SSG. Oh, I'm going to raise it one more time. Sure. To I us. I got some water. There you go. Melted to ice. us. To us. To the community. To you guys. For sticking with us through thick and thin. From five years now. Now six. Five years down the line. Now we're six. Whatever happens, happens. Let's keep this fucking train rolling. Fuck you, Maddie Rubs. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week. But until then. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Oh, oh fuck. Oh my god, dude. There we go. Holy moly. That happened. <laughs> oh man. I can't believe I ended last year by saying fuck you to Maddie Rubs too. How funny is that? That's great. Oh man, sir! Little little look back over the the six years. I appreciate that. That was that was wonderful. Thank you very much, Will. Oh yeah, that was fucking hilarious. Oh my god. Um, I mean this when I say this. So if you guys haven't seen that, uh, I know it was a short video, but if you guys haven't seen that sketch little mini interview we did, go check that out. Go check them all out that we did there. Maddie Rums is one of them. They're on the YouTube. They are. Yeah. Still there. It was it was fun to do something like that. Um, but yeah, I'm going to echo the same kind of sentiment that echoed last year is um, I fucking hey, I say it. I sound like a broken record at this point, like, and I fully understand that I do, but I mean it when I say that 
we love and appreciate all of you. And I mean, when I say that this, this show wouldn't be what it is without you all. Um, and I mean, fuck it, it's, I don't know if anybody saw it, but, uh, Matt Pat, uh, the game theorist, he, like he retired. Well, he's retiring from that channel and, and like YouTube and whatnot. He's going to do other things, but, um, he was doing it for like 13 years. And to think that I, I know we're not at 13, but to think that we've been doing it for six, like that's that, fucking crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> like started in, started in your parents' basement. Um, audio only us playing footsie with one another all the time <laughs> the table seriously. And then to getting like to coming in here and then we had the table set up a completely different orientation and it was so weird. It was so weird to see that because like, I kind of forgot we did that when we first had the setup Yeah, because we would look at each other. Right. And then when we started incorporating more and more of live chat into the show. It's like, well, let's make it into more of a conversation with them as well. Hence why that, for those who don't know, that's why we turn the table. Like we turn the table to be, um, this orientation so we can face the camera and it, it, we hopefully feel like it's more of a, more of a personable, like discussion back and forth between you all watching and listening and then us as well. So that's why we did that. And it's just, yeah, you guys are fucking awesome. Will you're fucking awesome. And Here's, I mean, I said it last year, but I'll say it again. Here's a six more. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Fuck you, snag. (laughs) Every year year now, it's just got to be someone new. Sure. I mean, for all I know, it'll be Riz next year. So get excited, Riz, because you're probably up next. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Jesus Christ. Okay. So with that, um, Shall we get into some competitive news? Do it. All right. Tashi's tantalizing tidbits to kick things off. Yes. As we knew before, I I swear. Okay. This is, I'm going to sound like a selfish asshole for a second. Okay. And I want you to bear with me. Okay. All right. I feel like more people, even if I, I don't even care if they hate the show, I feel like more people need to listen. Because we've been talking about the roadmap. And end every, of January. Yeah, end of January. When is it end of when end of end end of January, right? And so, so fuck it. Of course, I mean, you can't reach everybody, and I don't blame people for not watching. Um, so I say yes, as we knew before, the roadmap is coming coming by the end of the month. And Tashi replied to somebody and said, "By the end of the month, bada bing, bada boom. Who would have guessed? There we go. It's fucking crazy." Do we wish it was? Do we wish we knew what it was now? Yeah, a uh, fucking obviously. Do we wish we at least knew where the first event was? Yeah, fucking obviously. But we don't. It sucks to suck, and we'll wait. Oh. forge maps are going to be coming to ranked. Um, this was in a response to somebody asking about forge maps and ranked. He said, "Yes, Heinz is working with forgers on it." So that's pretty cool. Hopefully, they work well. That's the big thing. I, that that is that midship remake by unique could be one of them in my opinion in ranked. Yeah. Okay. We've seen multiple FFAs being played with bandit starts or Bevo starts. I mean, yes. And it seems like it works out just fine. Yeah. We've seen tour to Walsh's with it. seems like it works just fine. I would think that 
I mean, I'm curious how it works in the four v four setting. It, absolutely, and we don't know like what equipment would be on the map. So uh, we, ain't, we ain't getting sword on that shit. Tell you oh, that much. Yeah, don't be fucking no. putting sword on that shit. Um, and this is coming from somebody who hates the amount of midships and midship remakes that we get in Halo titles because I know how much people love them mm-hmm. and I respect that. It's like, a, I want new experiences, right? Like if I were, if I was to get a remake, I would want Coliseum from five just because I, I like that map a lot. And I think it would work in the, like, I think it would work in infinite in terms of like, it's not as slow as other titles, but it's not as fast as five. I do have a really good one in my bookmarks. Not the uh, one that we tried out a, sure. a different one that was made that works pretty well. But I will stand by, I will stand by my want of just pure, purely new experiences. Yes, that's the thing for me is, I'm kind of tired of all these old remakes coming back. Yeah. I want something new. Yes, and we know how popular midship is, so clearly, like, and I've seen that midship remake by Unique been played, and it seems like it plays really well. Um. So yeah, I I, I would be curious. I'd be curious because what was the, um, was it starboard? Was that what, was that the one starboard? Was that the, was that the one that ranked for a little bit? Guys? Oh yes. It was starboard. Yes. I, there was, it, it was very divisive amongst the community. It was uh, a lot of vocal people were like, this is the worst thing ever. And I'm, this is nothing against the forger or forgers. Um, and then there was a subset of people that are like, no, this is really good. I don't see what people are complaining about. So, and I know you can't please everybody. I, I, I think the issue on that map was the BRs. You play it with Evos now, it's so much better. Maybe. Maybe. Captain Mo with the nine-month resub and Uncle Bobby. Is that a 16-month resub? You both get a woo, woo. Thank you both very much. Greatly appreciated. Welcome back. The midship remake is really good for FFA, but I don't think it would be good for four. It's too small. Okay. 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 I'm like I said, I'm curious. I'm just curious. Not saying it needs to go in there. I'm just curious. All right. And then there are no updates on extraction getting extracted at this time. Um, in a response to somebody asking about extraction, Tashi said, nothing to share at the moment. We are aware of the feedback and sentiment around the mode. So they know how much people fucking hate it. It's just whether or not I, f- I remembered what I was going to say the last time. I remember the phrase I was going to use the last time. I wonder if they're ever going to realize when to cut losses and to just get rid of it. Sure. That was the phrase I was looking for cutting losses, put it in quick play or something. Yes. Like I'm there has to be like, there has to be that moment that like fucking it feels as though most, if not all vocal pros in the scene do not like the mode. And I've seen so many people quit when it comes up and like they have to have that data. And clearly Tashi says like they, they know the sentiment around yeah, the boat. Like yeah. they, they've gotten that feedback. It's just whether or not they act on it. That's what I'm waiting for. Uh, sauce. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. All right, chat. While I read the next one question for the chat. Now that sauce is here, what's everybody's favorite chicken nugget dipping sauce. That's what I want to know. Ooh. So I want to know, we'll ruminate on it for a second. I'm going to read this one. Oh, I know mine. Okay. Well, hold on one second. There's a bug with oddball on recharge just by Spartan and clutch Spartan says, can we talk about the silent nerf on camo specific to oddball on recharge? If you pick up the ball with camo, you become fully visible. So you can't even use it to safely toss it up to a teammate 
Uh, when did that happen? Why did that happen? And wasn't intentional. Clutch replied, it appears to be a bug with cons- inconsistency. Tested it live and ran into separate occurrences of it happening and not. Spartan says, I don't know. Odd. It happens every single time I have camo and pick up the ball and recharge. Clutch then replied with the following. After an additional look, we've noticed the reveal is based off of momentum. Standing still and picking up the ball will not reveal a player, but walking forward and picking it up will for a moment. We'll look. Uh, we'll be looking into this for potential fixes in the future. So do know that that is a bug, um, and that is being looked into, but nothing as to what's going to happen as of yet. Will, favorite chicken nugget dipping sauce? Ranch, honey, ketchup. All right. That's my list. Sweet and sour, sweet and sour, sweet and sour. <laughs> see some honey mustard. See a couple honey mustard, a couple hot honeys. Mango habanero. Barbecue, spicy buffalo. Halt, it can be whatever. It can be from wherever. I'm We're just saying nug- nugs nuggets. in general. Nugs in general. Yep. Absence yep. set. Let's fucking go sweet and sour goaded is fucking goaded. Now, if we're talking chicken wings, that's a different story. Oh, yo. Who? Wait. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask a potentially really stupid question. Okay. Who dips chicken wings? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, my wings either come, they're, coated. Like they're, they're either pre-sauced yeah, or yeah. they're pre-dry-rubbed like dry rubbed or whatever. Like, I'm not dipping my wings. You know what I mean? Maybe I'm an idiot. I'm just not dipping my wings. Maddie, welcome. I mean, yeah. John says I dip wings in ranch. Okay, yeah, obviously That's, I know that. But you're not dipping the actual sauce that you're using on these yeah, wings. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's it. Oh, I pick the meat off and dip them because I'm not getting my face gross. Halt, you're probably going to have a lot of people against you right now. Just going to give you a heads up. You got to go all in when you're eating chicken wings. You got to go all in. But that's okay. I don't blame you. People, like, everybody deserves to enjoy the things that they enjoy the way they enjoy them. And if that means ripping things off a wing to eat it, that's perfectly fine. If that means, like, smushing a flat down to get the meat off first and then eating it that way, that's perfectly fine. If it means just fucking going ham, perfectly fine as well. It's whatever you, whatever you want. Bone in or boneless? Boneless chicken wings are not a thing. They're chicken nuggets. So bone in. But I don't mind, like, I don't mind eating fucking quote unquote boneless wings. Like, I don't mind eating chicken nuggets. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I'm not feeling like getting all messy like that, I will get boneless. There you go. If I don't want to do the work for my chicken, you <laughs> off the bone. Jesus Christ. Boneless all the way. There you go. God, what the fuck are all these people saying boneless? My God. You uncultured fuckers. I don't if y'all ever come up to Minnesota and you need some chicken wings. Oh, please. Go to fucking D-Spot. Please. Yes. It's in Oakdale, Minnesota. Yes. They're phenomenal. Yeah. One of the greatest chicken wing places around. They are phenomenal. They do like all their stuff. Like all their sauces are basically custom. Um, And they, they're, fu- they're amazing. They're so fucking good. Ronan, D. D is in dog. D-Spot. Yeah, hit that, hit that. Uh, I'm not even fucking. Yeah, I was gonna say you might wanna. Yeah, be careful. Yep. Um, beans. No, it's still, it's that is still a chicken wing. That is still a chicken wing. 
Halt, they're still called donuts, but you also, it's also called whipping shitties. They're oh, like absolutely. Whipping oh, shitties yeah. in the parking lot. Yeah. yeah, you're whipping shitties. Also, fucking, it wasn't, okay, I know we're completely off the rails at we this point. We went off the rails hey. when you asked about chicken wings, all right? Hey, it's check out already uh, long show. Blame sauce we're going for following the, the fucking channel. Thanks, Blame sauce. sauce. Let's we'll see what you've done to us here. Yeah, sauce, what the fuck? You didn't even, I don't even think you've told us what your favorite sauce is yet. The whole question was spawned off your name getting in the fucking feed. Thanks for the follow. Fuck. So what I was going to say was, um, what the fuck was I going to say? That's a good question. What the fuck? Oh, somebody in fucking discord. I forgot exactly who it was. Was like, is it actually true? And then had a map and only Minnesota says duck, duck, gray duck. Oh yeah, yeah. Because that's what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, it's not duck, duck, goose. And I, I don't fucking care what anybody else says. It's, it's duck, duck, gray duck. Anybody that says duck, duck, goose is wrong. Sydney, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. If you, it's Sydney. If you want to chime in with what your favorite, um, chicken nugget dipping sauces, please do, please do. And Sydney with the fucking primer. You get a woo! Now people are going to be like, woo, fucking, it's Duck Duck Ghost, you fucking idiot. Like, I'm just waiting. The Sydney says barbecue for anything. I respect it. The old Swedish game, it comes from Sweden. It's Anka Anka Grey Anka. So it's Duck Duck Grey Duck. And we just changed it to goose all around the country. The funny thing is that like people are like, what's a Grey Duck? Look at the color of the fucking duck. Like, what are, you, what are we talking about here? What? I'm so, what the fuck is going on? Okay, we're back on track Ducklings, here. aren't duckling, ducklings often gray when they're born? Like, they don't have their full color? That's, they could be. I don't know. I, 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 I just, I knew I would stir the pot with that fucking yeah, yeah. statement. You know what I mean? That's what we get for being in Minnesota. Um, there's an article on Halo support. On the Halo Sports site, it's recommended competitive settings for Halo Infinite. So yeah, they they went through and actually created a full blown article on PC settings and I think even like console settings for what minimal there are, um, to like optimize your settings for playing Infinite. So that's pretty cool. If you haven't, uh, if you've been, your mind has been all over the place in terms of settings and whatnot, maybe you should check that article out. It's in the show notes! Exclamation point! Show notes in the chat or. The Google Doc is in the fucking description. I don't even know what I'm trying to say anymore. It's in the description of the show. So go check that out. Go check that out. Worst Halo Pro of all time. No comment. I'm Yeah, I'm not even going to entertain that question with an answer. Not even going to entertain that. Um, And then, finally... The January 2024 HCS community schedule has been posted by the HCS. And you may be looking at that calendar and maybe asking yourself, wait a second, what are those, what are those LVT Halo tournaments every weekend from now until the end of the month? I see 2v2 open and 4v4 open. What would those happen to be? Well, ladies and gentlemen, LVT have announced off-season tournaments both 2v2 and 4v4. The 2v2 are 2v2 double eliminations, $1,000 prize pool for each, worldwide entry, and they'll be on each Saturday till the end of the month. So the 13th, 20th, and 27th, all at 9 a.m. Pacific time. 9 a.m. Pacific time. 
because they're being run in a day. Okay? Then we have the 4v4. They are a 4v4 Swiss tournament. Five rounds of Swiss play. Now, you may be asking yourself, what the fuck is Swiss mean? Like, are we talking Swiss cheese up in this bitch? No. Instead, this is from Tools in a reply to a question on Reddit. He said, it's a round base that matches you with teams at the same record. So round one, everybody's at zero, zero. So like everybody will just, you know, you play your, you play your matches round two, all the one and O teams will play against each other and all O and one teams will play against each other. Okay. For round three, all two and O teams will play each other. One and one teams play each other and O and two teams play each other. Round four, three and O teams play each other. Two and one teams play each other. One and two teams play each other and O and three teams play each other. And then after, uh, after five rounds, the top eight teams will go on to the bracket phase. They will play single elimination best of fives. Okay. Thousand dollar prize pool for each worldwide entry as well. And these will take place on Sundays until the end of the month. So Sunday, the 14th, the 21st and 28th again at 9 a.m. Pacific time, 9 a.m. Pacific time. Signups are uh, up right now for all of them, as a matter of fact. So if you wanted to get in, you should get in while the getting is good because I believe it is 64 teams per, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, we all know how pissed people were about the HCS version of that. So get in while the getting's good and don't be a little shitter if you don't get in. Because trust me, we're going to talk about that in a little bit. That's it for the competitive news. Will. Yep. What do we got next? Roster Media! Couple of Roster Media things going on this week. I'm going to start off with the first and then Josh, I'm going to have you take the second. Command Station is a free agent. And they state, free agent, still looking for HCS team. Placed 25th at Charlotte with a brand new team before I deployed. Looking to run games. Anyone. Retweets. Appreciated. Go pick her up. There you go. All right. That's it for, I'm just kidding. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is a tease of an announcement. Because we're delighted to announce that a special guest, or I should say, let me, let me rephrase this again. We are delighted to announce that a special guest who oozes pure passion is going to come on the show next week to reveal a new roster. I don't know. I don't know who that could be, though. I don't know who that could be, though. So, next week, you'll find out. Y'all fucking bricked up. <laughs> All right. All right. That's it for Roster Mania, Josh. Sweet. It's time for your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com for all your Halo Esports needs. And Ronan, yes, the answer is medium or medium rare. In terms of how steaks should be cooked, but that's besides the point. Saturday, January 13th, 
You have the LVT Halo 2v2 Open number one. And on Sunday, January 14th, we have the LVT Halo 4v4 Swiss Tournament number one. And that's it for your upcoming Tournaments of the Week presented by NoobGob.com. Check out NoobGob.com for all your Halo esports needs. And <laughs> fuck you, Maddie Rums. Scrim Tournament League recaps. Well, what do we got? What we have. Just a few. Maybe even just a couple. Maybe. Halo HQ CHL FFA tournament. And here's your results. In fourth place was with Cognis. Third was Always Trusty. Second, Eli the Ninja. And first went to Steven Goobs. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, he donated the tournament winnings to the next FFA. Oh, very cool. Yeah. That's awesome. So good shit, Steven. Um, and then real quick, I want to give a shout out to uh, Dragon Slayer for the follow. Thanks for the follow, man. Awesome. <laughs> Welcome to the live show. Then the next one, the big one that happened, the HCS offseason 4v4 that was presented by Phase and Steel Series. And here's your results. Fourth place went to Coliseum, which was Avenue, Boobadoo, Spartan, and Sab. Third went to Harmony, Colic, Druck, Swish, Manny. I got to give a shout out real quick in fourth place to that Coliseum team. Yeah. To PD, Pure Delight, because he gave up his roster spot for that team to be able to enter. So huge shout out to PD there. Again, third place went to Harmony, Tolik, Druck, Swish, and Manny. Second went to Space Station, Eco, Stellar, Bound, and Legend. And first went to Phase, Royal 2, Snakebite, Frosty, and Renegade. Legend playing from France, by the way. Yeah. And they still took second. I know it's online, but still kind of cool to think about. How hard of a kill was he is my question. Probably pretty damn. Yeah. And then we have the team cap at 64. A lot of controversy over this team cap. Josh has said <laughs> you have some thoughts. Yep. I have my own thoughts as well. Do you want to go first? I'm kind of in the camp that this tournament was, it was released for a while. There were other off-season events that took place. The team signed up and they got in. And you, some teams didn't. And maybe they should have been prepared or if their org was going to do this, maybe there should have been some communication that, hey, we should probably have our Halo roster playing in this tournament that we are presenting. So if you didn't sign up and you complained about not signing up and then wanted to sign up, I just got to say, get fucked, shut up. <laughs> Y'all, that's it. That's get it. Get fucked, shut up. Will 2024. <laughs> Oh my god! Can we can we get that printed? Go for it. Holy I'm just shit. like, no, honestly, like these yep. these tournaments were out forever. Yep. And I just you didn't want to play them in, in in them in the first place, but now now all of a sudden because there's a little bit of money on the line, they they're complaining that they can't get in after they already said nope, I'm not doing that shit. So. It's your problem. It's your fault. Don't complain about the HCS or any organizer doing this. You should have figured that out. That's 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 where I'm at. I get that you want to play and you can't play. And why is it capped at 64? Because they want to run the tournament in one day. They don't want this to be an all-weekend thing. It's an off-season tournament. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's just what it is. It just It's the... It's the entitlement that I should be able to do what I want when I want. No, yep. you, you missed the signups. It, it maxed out. 
move on. You can ask for a spot if people are willing to give theirs up, but bitching to HCS and everyone else, it, I, it just doesn't do anything. Not for me. Just makes you look like Patrick Mahomes complaining out there. That was mentioned in our Discord. I had to bring that up. Yeah. I mean, Danny will take any opportunity to shit on Patrick Mahomes. So that's, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Two things. One, I like your water bottle. And two, oh, you're welcome. Uh, it, it reminds me of like the old school report card. <laughs> oh my God. You know what I mean? Is that not what that looks like? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Now I'm going to think about for those who can't see the water bottle. Yes. It's got that like fleckle, like that, that, uh, fleck stuff in it. You know, that like an old school, like, I don't know if, I don't know if people still get these anymore, but like when you got your paper report card, like that's the paper that it would come on. Yeah. It would have those. I thought it looked cool. And now I'm going to think of report cards when I see my water bottle. Damn it. Oh my God. I love it. So, uh, yeah, I basically have typed out the exact thing you were, the exact stuff you were talking about. Um, so I understand the wanted requests for additional team slots within the tournament. What I need folks to understand is that all these tournaments during the off season have been run a specific way with a specific amount of team slots run all within a all run all within a single day, all of them, Right. What I need folks to understand is that all these tournaments are open for all regions and are meant to provide all players an avenue to compete during the offseason for a little money. Okay? Yeah. What I feel is that some players have a sense of entitlement, thinking they deserve a spot within the tournament, with less than 48 hours until the tournament starts, and team slots at that time being full because they didn't take the initiative and sign up immediately. The only difference between this and the last tournament um, is that there was an additional $5,000 by way of phase. Okay. Now, relatively speaking, that is a significant bump from one to 6,000. Yeah. Okay. But regardless, you, like you said, that you knew this tournament was happening no matter what. Signups were available. Even if you couldn't do it, like even if you didn't know for sure if you were going to play, why didn't you just sign up anyway? Right? Yeah. Um, Signups for the tournament were made available either during or after the, the 1217 tournament with slots still available at that time. And while yes, there was added interest in this last tournament due to the relatively massive increase in prize pool, it's still no excuse for any players, regardless of status, to be acting entitled to a spot within the tournament. Players should be taking the initiative responsibility and making sure they're signing up when appropriate. And hell, they could always just sign up early with the intention of playing and then forfeit their spot in the event it is determined that they're unable to play that weekend. In the end... The tournament started with four team slots still available, meaning 61 out of 64 available slots were actually filled. Wait, three team slots then? Yes, I'm sorry, three. There were three team slots still available. Well, that makes sense. The 61st team. So yeah, so there were 60 signed up. Yeah. <sighs> so uh, people probably dropped to help get teams in. Sure. And then it didn't fill. I just, I hate, like, I get it. I get, because th there was a sentiment when they were first announced, like when these events were first announced, like, why does it have to be 64 teams? Why can't we increase it? Why can't we increase it? Why can't we increase it? You fucking know the answer why they can't increase it. It's one day. 
Why can't they make it more than one day? Why couldn't they make it more, more than one day? Because they were, it wasn't feasible. It, it wasn't feasible in what they were planning. So, and there's items that aren't thought about when talking about making tournaments longer, well, like staff moderators, mm-hmm. you know, whatever I'm trying, you know what I'm thinking of? Like just people who run the tournament, if they're planning to do it in one day, extending it is just going to, you got to pay people more cost more, you know, cost more to run whatever it may be. Right. So here, okay. Exactly. White, white edge, white edge says man hours are needed. Absolutely. So here's what I'm waiting for. And for the record, this is nothing against them because they clearly announced what it's going to be. And they've announced it as far ahead as they could. The LVT tournaments that are taking place throughout the rest of the month. Yeah. Those are 64 team capped. Yep. Are people going to bitch about that? It's only a thousand bucks. I don't care. I'm waiting. I'm yeah. waiting to see if it happens because like I said, the bitching started when these first tournaments were announced, the thousand dollar ones that were, that were done by the HCS. The bitching started right then because slots filled so quickly. So that's what I'm wondering. And that like, again, it's a, nothing against LVT because they clearly stated what these are going to be and they put them out ahead of time and they made it so you can able, you can register for all of them right now if you want to. It's just, I'm wondering if those same people who are vocal against the HCS are going to be vocal against this too. Sure. That's what I'm waiting to see. Um, Beijing with the gifted sub to uh, fresh veggies. Thank you for the gifted sub. You get a woo! Um, if you're hosting a tournament, your own org should make sure you're in it. And see, so here's, here's where I'm a little conflicted too, right? Here's where I'm a little conflicted because the phase announcement didn't happen until almost right before the tournament was going to happen. Yeah. Just a, a few days, right? Right. Maybe a week. No, I think less than that, but either, either way, right. It's just, I, so I'm a little conflicted on that point. But at the same time, that's where the communication comes into play, right? Mm-hmm. And Frosty had you, so you or someone said that Frosty had already been signed up with other players at one point in time in that bracket. But then all of Phase came in, and it, it it was just what I'm getting at is the same sentiment you were at. Instead of bitching about not being able to register. Register when you're able to, or your phrase will. I don't even get fucked. Shut up. Yeah. Get fucked. Shut up. I know that was harsh, but man, I'm no, just, I'm tired of like, there's, there's so many complainers out there that just, I don't know. No, I was if waiting. I, I was waiting to talk about it on the show because I didn't think a tweet would do a justification. It's, the sense of entitlement is so fucking ridiculous. Like, so you weren't able to get in. Oh, now the prize pool is increased. I missed my opportunity. Like I get it at the end of the day. Like you obviously want to be competing for money and you want to win money and whatnot. But then it comes down. It, it, part of me also thinks about like the competitive integrity aspect and the want to compete in general. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm going to bring it back to this. So 
you know, Frosty was out there complaining, complaining to HCS about the team cap. Mm-hmm. The complaint should have been to his own organization. About, For the record, it wasn't just Frosty. Like, I just no, want to no, make no. that note. There, he was there a, were he many was, others. He was a, a main component. This is just one case of what was going on. Mm-hmm. I think the complaint should have been to FaZe. Sure. About, hey, you should have let us know this was happening so our team could represent in sure. this tournament. Absolutely. And that's where communication comes into play. Yeah. But there was, you're right. There, there was many, many people out there. We got what we got on Twitter. Yep. Uh, Ash says the phase announcement happened when the tournament was already full. Yeah. And that like, again, that sucks because obviously when there's an increase in prize pool, whatever that amount may be, then obviously there's going to be more, there's going to be more fucking interest in it. Like, I'm not saying that's not a thing. I know that that's a thing, but it just keeps coming back to, you knew this tournament was happening for so long. And like, if you didn't, if whatever, whatever. Oh my God. Um, Sniffit says, Hey guys, congrats on the six years, best podcast on the planet. You're far too kind for that shit. Have a good stream. Catch you on the VOD. And here's to taking on seven years. Uh, fuck. Yeah, man. Thank you very much. Sniffit. Appreciate you. Um, doodery do. That's a great name. It's a good one. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. I apologize for missing that earlier. So I just, there are other things. There are way more things, way better things you could be bitching about than this shit. But yeah. Oh, well, anyway, we got what we got. That's right. Mexican Manther says best podcast in Halo history. You are again, far too fucking kind. Appreciate you. Um, yeah, I love that your catchphrase is that's a staple now, by the way. All right, well, is that it for the tournament league recaps? Yes, it is. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get to our topic of the show. We're going to talk about the meta changes for 2024. We're going to go through the article of the ranked updates that have since been released into the game. Um, things that are cool, things that may not be so cool, things that may be broken. Um, things that may not have been fixed in the first place. We're going to talk about it all. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hyperbox with the brand new sub. You get a woo! Thank you so much. Thank you very much. January 9th ranked arena updates is by the HCS. Happy new year. Just in time for year three of HCS, we've made a significant number of updates to the maps and ranked arena in an effort to foster a stronger competitive balance address player feedback, and breathe some life into these maps, many of which have had the same layout and stale meta since the game's launch. These changes are now live in ranked arena and custom games. For all maps, the following is being done or has been done. Deleted many scenic dynamic objects. Many maps use small set pieces of scenery to immerse the player. These objects, however, have caused network-related instabilities that impact player movement on the map. This excludes Forbidden, which did not have scenic dynamic objects. My thoughts right here are, apparently this was not done on Solitude. All the rocks and pebbles are still there? Yep, they are still there. Um, And apparently they're still causing desync. I'm wondering if the pebbles aren't considered dynamic scene objects. That's also what I'm wondering. Cause like what I'm thinking of is 
like on streets, there's like the fruit cart by B rail that you have to melee or like move out of the way to be able to move into that corner. Yeah. Or there's, there was, you know, um, the boxes on top tower on live fire. I'm, I'm assuming those are what got deleted. Well, then I'll tell you one thing. The pebbles and rocks on solitude need to be added to that. Need to go. Yeah. They need, yeah. They need to be added to the dynamic objects to go. (laughs) Bye-bye. Um, because yeah, it's, uh, still not, still not good. You know, still not good from a movement perspective. Red racked equipment before the update. When a piece of equipment was picked up, a new one started spawning immediately. With this update, the equipment must be depleted of its charges or despawn in order for a new one to start spawning. This will reduce potential for imbalanced scenarios where equipment is stacked on an individual player or team. At the same time, this will add an additional layer of strategy with players more have uh, with players have more control over when the new equipment will spawn. Um, I just say that this coupled with how equipment has changed on some of the maps, as we'll outline throughout the article, seems like yet another massive win for the overall competitiveness of the game and will require players and teams to be more in sync with who has what equipment, where, and how many charges remain, if any. Yeah, I think it's a good, that's a good move. Yes. Custom games. The ranked version of the maps now have their own file names and custom games with a naming convention of map name ranked, for example, live fire ranked. And I said that's good and should be the standard moving forward when changes come. Right? Yeah. This makes sense. Okay, Will. Let's get into some map-specific shit. Okay. Let's talk about Aquarius. Aquarius. (laughs) Aquarius has one of the maps. (laughs) Aquarius was one of the maps we felt needed the biggest changes. Uh, There were items that were super valuable and also items that were not valuable. That's typically how things work, right? I mean, yeah. (laughs) Additionally, many CTF matches were ending on time instead of score. Oh, that's fucking crazy. Who knew the fucking, I would say 95% of the fucking CTF games in this game go to fucking time and score. (sighs) Lost my place. And we wanted to bring that in line with the other modes. Thank fuck. And I just say any reason to try and make CTF games go to score rather than time. I'm all here for please. Yeah, I agree. Weapon and equipment layout. Swapped BR and commando placement. Will, your thoughts? Okay. That's what I thought. (laughs) I mean, it is helpful for a starting strap for someone to pick up the BR and be able to cross map with decent damage right off the bat. And you can kind of get a sense on where they're going, possibly. I like BRs. So, more BRs, good for me. Um, Or just easier to access BRs are good for me. Yeah. Remove thrusts from each courtyard. Added one thrust top middle with three charges. It was weird to put thrust up there, but okay. I like it. uh, Considering how I thought like the previous thrust placements were just free to get. That's fair. Yeah. And I know that like they were symmetrical. So each team could grab it. But I, the thing that I like is that while it does kind of lead to less gameplay expression because that is taking in like equipment away from both teams right off the bat. So that kind of sucks in a sense. Um, I think it'll just lead to more competitive and balanced gameplay as a whole. Right. You have to fight over that thrust. Exactly. And we know how powerful thrust can be because you're, this isn't five, right? You don't just have it in your repertoire of abilities already. So the fact that when you have it, it is throwing people off guard. It, it's not necessarily a guaranteed kill if you have thrust, but you're put in a much better situation if you do have it. Yeah. So 
yeah, I, like you said, I think you have to fight over it more now. It's going to make it a little more competitive in my eyes. I like the change. Um, removed sidekicks. This I thought was strange. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I didn't feel like they influenced the sandbox one way or the other. Me either. You saw some pros picked them up when they needed it, or it gives you a quicker melee if you if you need the, that melee trade. And I think that's why they were picked up a lot. Absolutely, I agree with that. It it did seem kind of like a weird like that out of all things, huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Moved heat wave to bottom mid. Well, when we see the other additions. Something else got moved to P1, so you don't want to stack Heat Wave and just have them on top of one another and grab both on at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> so again, oh, going man. P1, you're going bottom mid now has a reason. Yep. It's an area you can contest. Absolutely. And and I just said now it feels like more of a point of contention on the map instead of a place where players simply run away from getting shot or the odd flag run every now and again. Mm. So I, I do like the idea of a, a more, whoa, fucking, are we getting vibey right now? Is that what we're doing? Or should I ask everything okay? Oh yeah, I'm good. Okay, good. good. Um, no, I like the idea of bottom mid actually being used for something now. You know, it can actually be more of a choke point on the map now because there is something valuable down there. So I like that idea. Stumpy! With a five-month resub, you get a woo! Thank you so much. Greatly appreciated. Welcome back. It's a sorry you're late to the party. Never be sorry. You're never late. You're here. It's all that matters. All right. Okay. Do you mind if I say my thoughts on this next one first? Sure. Okay. Removed quantum translocator. So this might be a controversial take, but the more I, and I know you're going to have your thoughts on live fire later, but just hear me out here. The more I see and play with and against the QT, the more I want it removed entirely from ranked and competitive. While incredible plays can happen by those who are efficient with it, I feel more and more that it's like a get-out-of-jail-free card for players who overcommit and should be getting punished in a fight. I know we're still getting the power equipment on live fire. We'll discuss that later. But again... I think I want it gone entirely from ranked and competitive with the removal from Aquarius. I see the map just getting more consistent now. I will say on Aquarius, when it changed from camo to, to quantum, mm -hmm. it felt like less of a priority, right? You didn't see people sprinting to mid right away. Mm -hmm. um, it was kind of a, if you can get it, get it. I don't feel like it influenced the, the top level too much. It felt like if someone had it, they got killed pretty quickly or they got taken out of the fight anyway, where they had to go hide and regen. Sure. Um, and I think that was kind of the purpose of it was you can be an entry fragger and get out to basically re regen and come back with your team. And it, it, it was a power up for a reason. It wasn't used too often. We didn't see t completely crazy plays with it at all. Um, the best way to use it, in my opinion, is map movement. As, uh, as we'll talk about with live fire specifically. Um, so, yeah. I didn't feel like it was overpowered on that map at all. Okay. In my opinion. I respect your opinion. Um, but since they removed QT, they had to add something else. And we've already had camo. 
We've already had QT. So what's the what's the next one, Will? What do we get next? We get Overshield. That's right. Overshield's been added to front P1. What are your thoughts on OS? Um, in the probably the smallest map we have. Next to streets, yeah. Yeah, we have... We have now have OS, which basically you're a tank, you know, for a little bit. But you, you, we've seen, we see how quickly players can get melted with OS as well. Right. You know, it, it really only takes like, I mean, one efficient player can take it down, but two, like if you have two players focused on OS, they're going to die in an instant. Yeah. Um, but that's where the teamwork comes into play. You need to be coordinated with that. For sure. I don't know. It feels weird to me to have that on Aquarius in the, because it's always been more fast paced, right? Sure. If it feels more fast paced on that map. So to have something that powerful, but I don't know if anything, and they also added a counter to it on the map. Oh, the overshield counter. What do you mean? Well, plasma pistol. Oh, oh, I was like, wait a second. I thought you meant like literally like a timing oh. counter. I was like, wait, what? Um, just real quick on the OS. I think if anything, it'll speed the map up more. Because teams can push. Exactly. With because with camo, like I, my note was, thank God it wasn't camo again. Well, yeah. Because camo, we've seen what happens when a team gets camo is that the, the other team just hunkers back. Like, all right, we'll just, we'll hang out. Like we, we're either not going to push past the 50% line or we're just going to sit back on our base and wait for you to do something or wait for that fucker to run out. But now with what with OS, it's like, oh, I have OS, we're going. And I'm I'm I, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that. Sure. I'm just um is it gonna get too steamrolly with OS? It could. It definitely could. Um I so here's a question I'm gonna have for you then. If you if we're worried, quote unquote worried, right? If we're worried about steamrolly on Aquarius. I'm going to bring the sentiment up later. Okay. Because a map does make this change. How would you feel about heat wave being switched for bulldog on Aquarius? Interesting. Cause like heat wave over bulldog heat wave can have range to it. Yes. Can bank shots. The, the the one real inconsistency with heatwave is the one sh- the one shot melee right because like you some, hit all the pellets yeah and sometimes you think that all of them hit but apparently the game doesn't think so I feel like bulldog's easier to use correct bulldog a one shot melee is a lot easier but I think you have to be closer for that I could be mistaken though could be mistaken true. guys could be mistaken true. You're absolutely right. Heatwave has more range than the Bulldog. You have to be kind of up close and personal with the Bulldog. I don't know. Just as, Spoiler alert, I'm excited for the change on Empyrean. Oh, sure. And so I'm just trying to like think in my mind, how well would it do on other maps that have Heatwave? But we, we can talk about that another time too. Um, but yes, you talked about a counter, an actual counter, not a timer, yeah. to, to the uh, overshield. Needler has been replaced with the plasma pistol. And my only note here is, uh, ladies and gentlemen, there may be a trend with the removal of the pink mist and ranked maps. 
So stay tuned. <laughs> we should we should have a needler removal counter on the stream right now. Oh god. Because I feel like it's not gonna be the first time that we see this happen. So yeah, I I mean at the same okay, this is gonna sound stupid thinking about it, but like Needler could have also been used technically as a counter with yeah. the super combine. You know, heat wave is technically also a semi yeah. counter with the being a hard light weapon. Yeah, absolutely. And the plasma pistol has some weird tracking as it is. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like, I really feel like we're going to talk about the needler later too, but I really fucking feel like HCS just has it out for the needler because they just don't want it anywhere anymore. Um, I think it's part of that quote unquote, the skill gap to use. Sure. Like it locks on. You just, sure. That you just spray. That makes a lot more sense because when I think about it in like a viability standpoint, like obviously they're like, that does, this is going to sound fucking stupid. Okay. And I don't want this taken out of context. I feel that there is like some players are better with a needler than others. Like, you know what I mean? Just natural ability with a weapon. Some players just, some people are just better with a weapon than other players than other players with that same weapon. Um, I never felt the needler was quote unquote overpowered. You didn't see it picked up a lot. And when it was, it just wasn't like, I, I, I didn't feel, I didn't feel it was a guaranteed kill. If you had it. Sure. Yeah. A player can get away. The time to kill with the needler, you could be also getting shot from a different angle. Mm -hmm. You didn't see multi kills with the needler usually in top tier play. Not no, not that I can remember. So, um, Akusa says I think Aquarius has easily became the best balanced map. There's a reason to go car pink bottom mid and top mid. There's so much room for strategy, and I I like that. I do like that. I do in fact like that. Um. Okay, and then the last piece here. Dynamo grenades have been replaced with plasma grenades. My only note that I have here is is that the sizzle sticks have never had that same sizzle pre-nerf. Right. So I, I am fine with it. Agreed. And then, yeah, that means the plasma nades are no longer P2. Yep. So there you go. Enjoy those changes. So overall... I like the changes. I don't have real, I don't have many, if any qualms with this. Yeah. I'm fine with Aquarius. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's move on to the map that I like to call the versatile trash pile. It's Argyle. For Argyle, we needed to find ways to promote flag scoring. No fucking way. So the games end on score versus time more often. Wow as well as address some feedback around weapons on the map. So weapons and equipment layout. The S7 sniper rifle respawn timer has increased from 2 minutes to 2 minutes and 30 seconds. For those who don't know, Argyle has two snipers. One on each, in each base. Right outside each base. What do you think about that change, Will? I like it. More viability to move around the map. It's exactly what I said. Um... I said, considering how sniper dominant the map feels for better or worse, I'm down for the change. Hopefully it should lead to faster paced map with more weapon skill expression due to the snipers taking longer to spawn. Or, you know, this could also lead to more time with players sitting back in bases, reserving their sniper ammo as they wait for them to respawn. So we'll have to wait and see. Remove the sniper side window bandit Evo. 
Remove the disruptor from PC and screens area and swap sidekicks to disruptor. I'm just going to loop all those together. So the Evo going's fine, right? We yeah. already have one in our hands. Yep. You rarely need more ammo in your Evo. Yep. So what I'm understanding, they removed the disruptor in PC screens area. Mm-hmm. And you said swap sidekicks to disruptor, which means where the sidekicks were are now disruptors. Correct. So there's no more sidekicks. Correct. That's what it sounds like. Um, so they have it out for needlers and sidekicks. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> That's another weapon I don't often see picked up in that map is the disruptor. No, because it, again, it got nerfed. Yeah, there's no area of effect. Like on, now we've seen, we've seen on LAN that as long as you hit all your shots, like it, it can still be a viable weapon on the map. Yeah, so it's a 12 shot, I think it is technically. I don't, I don't know entirely what the amount is that you need to kill, but I just know like if, if you're hitting your shots on land, it can be very, it can definitely be a viable weapon in a pinch online with the network instability. It's like, you may think you're hitting your shots, but that that enemy is able to get that last shot on you before you thought you were able to kill that person. It's a very frustrating experience. So where I think that having the sidekick in rep- in place of the repul- of the disruptor, excuse me, I think it'd just be more viable in general. Sure. But whatever. <laughs> um and then the objective this is the big one here on the map. The flag plate has moved off of the base platform and has moved towards the front of the base. Um, real quick, all I said was, uh, well, I never really thought the previous location of the flag ba- uh, of the flag base led to more free caps. I do believe this change should make flag caps more earned in a sense due to players needing to have to go out more into the open to complete the capture. There is that. And then also picking up the flag, that's a couple seconds now removed. If you have team on respawn timer, you can technically get farther. Sure. Like I, I remember times I'd pull the flag, be running at pistol side, and as I'm falling down from pistol to go through the door, I'd get hit from window or PCs where they spawned, right? Absolutely. At that, if, if you remove that couple seconds out of the respawn or add those couple seconds back in, I'm already through that door. So... It, this moving that flag up might promote faster flight caps. Um, could also, uh, PD. Yes. We already popped the bottle. Will already finished his glass. I'm still obviously working on mine. Um, but I just thought about this too. Now that it's closer to the front of the base, it gives another opportunity. We don't see this often. We, we can see it on Aquarius. We sit on Aquarius often enough, but we're not necessarily seeing on Argyle where you're throwing it up to a teammate who oh, is sure. ready to get the cap. Sure. Now that the flag platform has moved closer to the front of the base, more towards like the lip, uh, I could definitely see more instances of a teammate throwing it up to another teammate who may be kind of in a prime position to either like G slide off the corner to grab the flag and get it in right away. So they're not just sitting out in the open, you know? Sure. So that could lead to more of those strategies as well. But no, I like, I like this change. I genuinely like this change. Now, now we won't see the classic play of throw the flag out, like from, from sniper stairs, throw the flag out, wait on sniper stairs till there's an opening, then slide through and cap. Like yep. we're, we're not, we're, we're not going to be seeing much, if any of those anymore. So 
less stale, hopefully, like you said, more faster paced because that's the whole fucking point. We want to get these captures in. And I love that. Empyrean. It, the pit. We felt very few changes were needed to promote games ending on score instead of time for CTF and to address some player feedback. So the weapon and equipment layout. They've removed the drop wall. That I was surprised at. Yeah. It's it's a great way to get yourself out of long haul, put on some pressure. So I'm in agreement with that. The My only, like, counter thought process to that, because I had that same thought. My only counter to that was, and I, I have this typed, is that I never felt it was too much of an issue on the map. But again, I like the idea, and the... This isn't a problem with the drop wall. It's 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 its intended purpose, right? You're you're fucking you're blocking bullets. You're blocking nades. That's the whole point of the drop wall. But I like the idea of players having to be punished for potentially bad plays that they make. Sure. And so now with the removal of drop wall, now you'll be more cognizant of your of whether or not you're going to want to push through long, push through green, push through training, whatever it is, because now you don't have that option anymore. So now it's like, do you wait for a teammate to come up to make that push? Do you start like, do you start peeking out around that corner to see what's going on before you dip back, whatever it is, or are you able to just freely go in? But now, now you don't have that creature comfort of being able to pop that wall and just be able to look yeah. and see what's happening, you know? So, but no, I, like I I didn't feel it was that big of a deal. So it's kind of weird, but. Oh, my favorite thing to do with the drop wall if I'm running the flag too long, you grab the drop wall on your flag run, turn around, and throw it down facing Sure, because the then enemy. you're blocking nades, potential rockets, like Pharaoh says. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's absolutely. And I, I think I've done the exact same thing. Um, all right. Well, here's the next one. Remove needlers. Another needler removal. The pink mist is gone. At least from this map again. <laughs> you know, I... Uh, Recently rewatched the Halo TV series. Yeah. Because watching, I'm, I'm going to get to the point shortly here, but watching it week by week when it came out, you know, it felt very slow and disconnected. Sure. Watching it all in one, like. Do you have a bigger appreciation for it? Not that we're saying it's an amazing show or anything, but do you just have like a, a yeah, there's, more appreciation um, for it? I, I enjoyed looking for the finer things in the episodes. And my point was that I think they did the, the pink mist really well. There's oh a yeah, needler kills in the show. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, like nice. Oh yeah, Ash, don't spoil what I want to talk about. You fuck. I'm just kidding, but like that, I was that was I haven't seen the clip, but like that was literally my thought when typing out my notes. Is like I bet you're going to be able to do this with camo in oh, extraction. Yeah. Yep. So we'll talk about that. Don't worry, and and please understand I was just giving you shit. Um. Okay, so yeah, Needler's gone again. Another instance of like, maybe, I don't know if they had conversations with pro players ahead of this because clearly if they did, Spartan wasn't involved um, based off of things that he's talked about. But like, I'm just, I'm wondering what these conversations were like because from us on the outside looking in, like we're not professional players, but from the outside looking in, it's like, were the Needlers that bad? 
This is this is another. This isn't the last instance we're going to see. This is another instance of them being removed. So, is it maybe the? I've had it where I've been trapped, spawning. You know, on on first, right, and the needler was back in the corner there. Yeah, and spawn first, and they start pushing in for that flag cap, and I'm able to grab that needler and get a quick kill. Yeah. Probably when I shouldn't have after I've already been shot off spawn and things mm. like that. I'm wondering if that's what they're trying to eliminate. Okay. Very specific scenario, but I can see it. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm curious about that. And then what I asked you earlier on Aquarius, we do see it on Empyrean. The heat wave has been swapped to the bulldog. And uh what I say here is, here's my thought on Empyrean specifically, and and its placement, right, in in what used to be Sword. Like I I call I still call it Sword. I don't oh, call yeah. it Heat Wave. I'm never going to call it Bulldog. It's always Sword to me. Yep. Um, so I say that I think it's going to make players have to get more up close and personal, and should make fights in Sword more meaningful due to the decrease in range in the fights and the removal of banking shots. So like now, when you're going for OS. Right, I think you have to actually make a make a play on that player that's going for OS instead of trying to bank shots on him or whatever it may be with the heat wave. Sure, I think I at least in Empyrean sense and its placement on Empyrean, I think it leads to more of a competitive nature on that map specifically. So I think they might be trying to eliminate like the uh, the snipe heat wave combo too. Sure. Because of the range the heat wave has. Mm-hmm. And you, yeah, with the Bulldog, you just got to get a little bit more up close and personal. Yes. And I won't lie. Like, there are times where the Bulldog has some weird, stupid range going on. Yeah. It, it, inconsistent. That's And that's a, that's an issue that could maybe come in, into the future as well. Because, like, we always want things to be as competitive as possible, as fair as possible. And with the heat wave, you had inconsistencies. With the Bulldog, you could have inconsistencies. It's... At, tough. at this point, I chalk it up to network. Sure. That's what I leave it at. Or maybe we could just get the shotgun in the game. We wouldn't have these issues anymore, you know? People would be pissed. The original shotgun? Yeah, people would be fucking upset, but I'd be really happy. <laughs> um, you see so many people just sitting around a corner, be like, hey, watch this bitch. You pop around, bam! It's the same issue we had with sword. It's true. It's true. Although you can do the same thing with the bulldog, just one shot melee. Just true. saying. Just saying. But then you put your, yourself at risk for a melee Jack. Just You do. You do. Unless they don't work. Just let me have my shotgun back. <laughs> um, all right. And then the map. The crate's inside flag have been moved to the platform wall to allow for additional viable flag routes. Yep. So there's two crates that were against the BR wall. Yep. Now they're against the now- actual like wall to get out of the base from like the top. Right. So instead of if someone was jumping up, you knew exactly where they were going to pop out yep. before. Now there's some options. And I fucking love it. Um, it should allow for more play and run diversity. And yes, it makes it easier to get the flag outside of the room. Because you can just throw it right out of there, you know. But it has the negative side effect of being basically out in the open if you're going to run the flag that way. And I love that diversity is that if you're doing that, you're going to be hard committed to doing that. I wonder if they're trying to force the flag to not run through long haul. Remover of needlers on that side. I think they're just trying to get it to go. Well, that, that too. Yeah. 
But no, I it's agree. Just, it's making more routes available. Yes. Pull the fucking flag is what they're saying. Like, go get in there. Get it. Take it out of the base. Just take yeah, it out. Just go. Let's go. Fucking get it. <laughs> Fetch. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I, I do. I do genuinely love that change. I think that's a, it's a very simplistic, but very viable and meaningful change on that map. Sure. So all for it. All right. Forbidden. As a new map, we only wanted to make sure the equipment char- charges were consistent across the across the whole ranked experience. So the threat seeker charge has been reduced from two to one. Who cares? This is a map I think could use the QT with Ooh. how with how big it is. Okay, and able to attack from different angles. I still I just fucking this, hate the QT. This is another one that I've experienced always going to time. And again, I haven't seen it at the pro level. I am nowhere near a pro, but the games I've played, this usually goes to time as well. So we'll see what happens. And then there might be some funny instances because you know, the QT doesn't always like put you on the ground. If like you jump in the air and you pop it, Mm -hmm. you might come back through like through the air. And there's a lot of ways to fall off that map. There are a lot. There are quite a few. Create some funny moments. Just saying. Um, Brian, welcome back with the 33 month resub. You get a, woo! thank you so much. Says, Oh snap a day. I can make an appearance at last. We fucking, we fucking miss you, man, dude. Uh, it's you, it, it's been a while. You just reminded me that, um, I don't know if you guys are posting it on Twitter anymore. Oh, you have been. Yes. Let me know if you guys are going to do more um, play Griff Ball tournaments with the Halo Infinite like Forge Griff Ball thing. Let me know. Like, I'm, I'm genuinely curious because I want to shout them out on the show. You you know that, Brian. I want to shout the fuckers on the show. Please let me know if, if the plan is to still do more of those, if the settings worked out, so on and so forth. So forbidden. Yep. I hate the QT, so I don't want to see it. But that's besides the point. I figured you, no, that's you okay. That's it. okay. I res- like I said, I respect your opinion. I respect where you're coming from because you're right. It can lead to a lot of different things happening on the map, especially how big it is. And if you're done with it, like probably I would be, it could just fall right off the map. Fuck yeah, it. Yeah, you move over shield to where the snipers can see them so there's more congestion. And then you move QT to the yeah. other side of the map. Yeah, that... I'm curious. I, I don't think I can have a solid opinion on that map yet because we haven't seen it being played in a professional sense. And so I'm, I'm waiting. I'm going to hold my, I'm going to hold my, my full judgment on forbidden until after the first major. That's fair. And during our first majors post show, I will have my opinions on forbidden. I mean, I'm not even seeing it being played anywhere. No, because I mean, it's in the ranked rotation. So you have no idea if you're going to get it. Scrim's, haven't haven't really started yet, so we haven't seen it being played yet in scrims. We we're still waiting for the roadmap. Like no one's playing it unless you're playing in ranked. So we'll have to wait and see. But forbidden, I want to talk about this. I teased this in Discord. Uh, I was watching Dead Zones Twitch last night. Zane, yes, Penguin, yes. Uh, the the artist formerly known as Penguin. <laughs> there we go. Um, Dead Zone. So the. <laughs> He, him and That's Trip, a great shirt to roll up to a land with. The, the artist, artist formerly, formerly known, known as Penguin. penguin. We should make those. 
okay, whatever. Moving okay. on. So I was watching him and Trippy play last night, and um, Trippy says after they played a game on Forbidden, um, he says I can't understand why anyone doesn't like this map. I think this map is good. And he was being completely uh, sincere and serious about it. Okay. Um, Utuk or UTUK from Dead Zone's chat said Ryan Oob likes the map, and then Dead Zone says, "Yeah, but his opinion doesn't matter." So. <laughs> It's just, it was so funny. I should have clipped it. It was so funny how like trippy is going on a, like a, not a rant, but like saying, I don't get why people don't like this map. This map is genuinely fun. Like I actually really like this map. And then somebody in in fucking dead zones chats, like, yeah, Ryan likes the map too. And then dead zones like, it's me. It doesn't fucking matter. (laughs) Like, all right, shit. I, I agree with Riz. I like the map better than Argyle. I think, I'll need to play it more, but Argyle is in my... Now, granted, I, I will say this. I've said this since the moment I said I don't really care for the for Argyle, regardless of like the versatile trash pile joke, um, is that I, I don't think I'm just that good on that map. Like, I, clearly, I don't have that good of strategy down on that map, and that's on me. Um, so I bet if I got better on that map, I would have a bigger appreciation for it. But as of right now, within the pool of maps that we have in competitive and ranked, it is up there as one of my least favorite, if not my least favorite. So I think I'm with you. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be, I am curious how Forbidden plays because I would like to like it. It's just I had my preconceived notions when we saw it for the first time. It's like this fucker looks way too big. I also think the some of the lanes, it's just weird. They're weird. There's too many like weird chokehold points. And then it's like too open in the middle to the fact like with the sniper being on the map, you yeah. can't really go middle anyway. It's like the, the middle section of the map is literally the bridge that has OS on it or, or cam or whatever the power up is on the top mid, right? Like it's, that's, yeah, that's QT now too. But like, that's, that's it. Like yeah. that's all that's, that's there. It's the bridge and that's it. Everything else, all the structures are on the other, like the outside. Yeah. It's just, and yeah, the lanes just feel weird to me. You know, the, the lanes don't feel like a natural formation. It's just, it doesn't feel natural to play. It doesn't feel like I'm making natural plays on the map. But again, I haven't played that much. And that's why I want to see the pros play it because I want to see the strategies that they make out of it. And like, obviously we'll see some of that in scrims for those that decide to stream them and whatnot, but we're just not going to see. I'm waiting until we get major play and then go from there. All right. Need to hit the restroom before we move on. I'm good. Or? Four more maps. Let's roll. Okay. Live fire. Here we go. Um, well, real quick. Noodle says, I think Raidoob uh, less likes extraction of forbidden and more thinks that we uh, won't know if they're any good unless top players play them seriously. So everyone needs to stop dooming and try it out. No, I agree. I, uh, for the record, Noodle, agree on forbidden. Absolutely agree on forbidden. Extraction's awful. Like plain and simple. I think extraction's just awful. Done and done. Okay, live fire. This was another map we felt needed the most amount of work in order to address feedback, improve the overall balance, including King of the Hill, and provide new gameplay challenges for players and teams to learn and solve. So for the weapon and map layout, the Quantum Translocator has been added to back green. I like it. This is You take this one away before I shit on it. Trippy even said it might be like top tier. So Trippy's words gospel now. 
QT on Livefire's gospel. Forbidden's a good map. Ladies and gentlemen. Hey, you took it in one example. You got to take it in the you gotta, other. You got to do it. All right. I like QT. It creates some fun plays. You can use it strategically. Some people are going to say it's overpowered with the mobility, especially in the modes we have on that map. I'm going to post a link in the chat right now to uh, the Spartan clip. I also like the camo change, which I, I will get to, but I feel like this goes hand in hand with power up. So OS was removed. Camo was added. Camo, you have to, it's, it, you know, you still have to fight over it. It's out in the open and you have to get away cleanly. Otherwise you're just going to get traded out. I think that's what I like about it. It's that it's not a, I'm the first one on the platform and popped it right away. So I can still get back in the fight. It's something you have to get, get out and then have the ability, especially now with shroud being removed. Yes. It's not a free grab for anybody. My, my quick thing here is a uh, three, four, three giveth and three, four, three taketh away. You lasted less than a full 12 months on the map and you helped countless teams execute OS plays throughout the last season. You will be missed. Shroud screen. <laughs> <laughs> in, in my <laughs> oh my God. We need that on a fucking oh shirt God, too. Yeah. Holy shit. The art, the artist formerly known as penguin. And then we need in memory. <laughs> I can't even say it. I can't either. Fucking shroud screen, dude. <laughs> Black and white photo. <laughs> it popped on the OS. We'll uh, have the fucking one we'll that song that plays in like those puppy commercials or whatever. Oh, we're in the arms of an angel. Yeah, we'll, we'll have that song you play too. <laughs> oh, I'm crying right now. I'm literal tears forming. <laughs> Holy shit! We'll get those cards that open up and play music to send Dude, you the shirt. Seriously, <laughs> yes. But th think about that. Like the fact that shroud was like that's what shroud was used for. You didn't use it for anything else on the map. Right. It was literally used for OS setups the whole time. And it worked. It worked great. Now you don't fucking have that anymore. See, I'm surprised that we didn't see more like I'm going to spawn if you so you can spawn dummies. Yeah. Grab the shroud screen and say you're playing King of the Hill or Stronghold and you need to push B. I rarely saw teams just smoke off A or the big door to try to make a push. No, because they're waiting for OS to spawn. Yeah, like this it was is 30 seconds, right? What do you mean? Was it 30 seconds before it came up? When the match when the match started, oh yeah, yes, yeah. So they do just they just wait, but even or even like in mid match, like they, it was strictly used just for OS. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Definitely what it felt like. It's like get more creative. Well, now you can't. Well, now you can't. <laughs> get fucked. Shut up. Get, get. Oh my god, we need three shirts made now, guys. Holy shit. That might be the, the 2024 HTS Pro Talk merch store updates right there. Oh my god. Yep. Um starting strong. This is another map they removed needler. So it's yet another needler removed. Um for those who don't know where needler spawned, it spawned right below where OS was on that pillar. Um now where um active camo spawns. And Let's see here. So plasmonades in front green where repulsor originally spawned. I think this was an unbelievably great move. Now that Re I, I'll talk about repulsor in a second, but I'm, I I'm glad repulsor isn't there in that spot. 
it felt so fucking free. Like it felt like a free setup was at your disposal. If your teammates were obviously in the right position, but you could literally just grab repulse. If like, if the Hill's right there, oh, yeah. you grab repulse, you sit bottom green. Bottom, you just wait, yeah. you just wait. Like it, it felt fucking free. And I, that's the thing that I hate. I hate when things feel free. I hate when you feel like you can't get punished for making incorrect plays. So I like how repulsor is not there anymore. The thing um, I am worried about is that is right next to ball spawn now. But yep. so was the heat wave. So I guess maybe won't be too bad. Sure. Um, but, 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 let's just talk about that then. So repulsor moved to bottom mid heat wave has been removed entirely. So heat wave did not get moved on the map. It has been removed from the map. Uh, repulsor has been moved bottom mid. Um, the, the thing that I say, the thing I'm going to say about repulsor, it's the same. I'm going to sound like the begrudging old man yelling, get off my lawn. Okay. That's what I'm going to sound like. And I understand. And we talked about it a long time ago is that the whole point about new halo games is new sandboxes, new experiences, new metas, new ways to play the game. Right. And to excel with what the game is giving you. So from that aspect, I feel like I'm kind of going back on what I've said in the past. It's just after seeing it be used for so long now, it's I, it's the same old man thought of, I hate when you feel like you're not getting punished for making a bad play. And it's based off the equipment that you have. So again, I understand like the equipment allows for that outplayability. It allows for having more dynamic on the map. And I respect that. It's just the more and more that I've seen it being played with, the more and more I'm like, like we've seen how good loose it is with repulsor, right? It's insane. Like he's, he's a God with it. Right. Mm -hmm. But then like you watch him just get into a situation where he should not win, but because he has repulsor, he's able to go ahead. I think part of that is I have repulsor. I can get in this situation. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And I, again, I respect it. I respect that. It's just, I don't, I feel like, I feel like I'm becoming a begrudging old man now. I do. I really do. Um, but either way, I, I'll just say I like how it's been moved from green because I thought green was a free, you can have a setup right then and there. You don't need to worry about anything now that it's moved. And now that equipment's been red racked, I'm more okay with it still being on the map. And I'll, I'll leave it at that. Um, what was the other thing I wanted to say though? So I posted that Spartan clip in the chat as well. And I've been seeing a good amount of pro player response to the, to the QT, but specifically the QT in strongholds. Where, where uh, some pro players are talking about how QT just should not exist with strongholds, period. Like, didn't talk about anything else. Like, just being with it on, like, King of the Hill or Slayer or whatever it is. But with strongholds itself, that was it. And watching Spartan's clip, I am worried about that. Because he was able to, he was able to jump back and forth between A and B the entire time Will's watching the clip right now. You'll see what I'm talking about. Um, so while it le- so while it can like, it can be 
like if you're watching this from a spectator perspective, right? You can think like, oh my God, look at the fucking cool play that Spartan's making here, going back and forth between them, maybe stopping a conversion, helping his teammate, just being viable in a fight, whatever it may be. But like from the player perspective, that's insane. And not necessarily in a good way, in my opinion. So I'll let you watch that. Um, Spike nades have been moved to cuts. And that's where plasma nades used to be. And that's, again, plasma nades removed to front green where Repulsor originally was. So looks like we got some spike nades now instead of plasmas and cuts. Uh, another thing we saw consistently with plasma nades that I'm, that I'm curious to see how the spikes affect this is when OS used to spawn on live fire, a lot of the times we would see shroud pop on top of OS player grabs plasma from cuts, starts chucking, yeah. just starts chucking, you know, pray, chuck and pray. I'm curious how the spikes are going to affect that now because spikes have been nerfed mm, to an yes. extent. So they're not as powerful as they used to be. Um, so I'm just, again, another, a lot of this has to do with curiosity, right? We haven't seen a lot of this played yet. This just came out in matchmaking yesterday at, at the time of recording this. And we haven't seen this in professional play yet. So I, again, all of this, I say curious a lot, but I am, I'm genuinely curious how the pros play this and, and their thoughts. I know we have a lot of knee jerk reactions, right? And that Spartan clip being one of them. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'm going to try to reserve a lot of judgment until we actually see it being played and see if it is an issue or maybe, no, it's just blown out of the water. And it's not an issue at all. I will say he was playing against trippy and dead zone, but in that clip, he gets the first kill, right? Without using the QTE, right? He pops it and gets the kill Correct. on the guy back green. Correct. Or pushing green from nest. Yes. He then goes to a, mm -hmm. takes a one V one. Goes back to B. Wins the 1v1, I believe. Yes. Yeah. yeah wins, wins the 1v1. Yep. Goes back to B. Yep. Waits a little bit. Teammate gets damage in A. When he goes back, Zane is already weak. And again, isolated 1v1. If Zane and that guy who first pushed into A were together, he's dead. Sure. Like, it's, and maybe it's about in, teamwork, right? Right. And in pro play, maybe, again, this isn't an issue. Yeah. Maybe it's not. So that was, that was everybody pushing in one V one, which gave Spartan that ability to bounce back and forth and get those kills. I'll just say I'm cautiously worried about it. That's what I'll say. I'm not going to say that it's outright busted, but I'm cautiously worried. I just, I dislike that it's never on the people who don't get the power ups to strategize around the power-ups. Sure. You know what I mean? It's just like, what does this do? Like, I don't know. It, it, I don't know if you guys get where I'm coming from, but as soon as you see, oh, they, they're they back green, they picked up QT, like, we got to get that guy out. Mm -hmm. There was no, like, it's, let's go, f why are you going for a zone when you know someone has QT pop between the two? And yeah. That and, type of thing. Right. And from a pro standpoint, you're right. Maybe they are more focused on eliminating that player so they don't have to worry about that thing anymore. Ash says there really feels like there's no counter against that in strongholds. Get repulsor from bottom mid. And as they pick it up from back green, boop them off. 
send two teammates at him, team shot him, so he can't zoop away before. Repulse them mid QT. Oh, <laughs> what that would do? I don't know, but I'm curious now. Yeah, I want to see like that. They're trying to pancake re- them as they come out of the QT. That would be sweet. Yeah, there's your fucking counter. Oh man. <laughs> Holy oh, shit! There's also that that little spot that's left on the map where they're where they are. You could. It's it's shitty to do sometimes, but you can camp it if you can yeah. get control of green. But there, if if the team was was going for the green control versus a control, they get control of B. And then he can't bounce back and forth. That's there's, there's you know so many other ways that could have been played. Let me take it a step further. What if strongholds is never the issue? What if it's extraction that this is a motherfucker? On? Oh, it could be. Yeah, so you could pop it by the point. Wait for the team to push yeah. it in and then just zoop back. <laughs> That's to, what I'm waiting be for. Fair, the QT only lasts what forty five seconds. Yeah, but like if you're able to just continually stop somebody from getting the convert. I would be so fucking tilted if that happened to me. Oh, man. Oh, man. Also a concern, yes. So here's... Okay, so I want to talk about camo and extract and extraction here for a second. Uh, so camo replacing overshield, right? I can see two scenarios with extraction, at, at, at least extraction, right? Yeah. Is that I was wondering, and Ash, ba- Ash basically confirmed it, um... Uh, this happened to Riz and I last night that someone camo converted on us and when we didn't know that was possible. Yes. So that's a snazzy no to that. And then also, um, and I'm not going to get into that here. What I, so what I was going to say, that's what I was curious about because I hadn't played yet, right? I wanted to know if you could have camo popped and just stealthily convert an extraction point. Mm-hmm. Because for those who don't know, there was a, um, Ash, thank you for the clip. For those who don't know, they made it so they did some quote unquote balance changes to extraction to where now you don't know if it's if it's being converted. Like if you have it currently being extracted and a, an enemy team goes to convert, you don't know it's necessarily being converted unless you're basically either looking at them or if you're right next to it. Yeah, you have to be pretty close to hear the sound cue. Yes. So the fact that now it's we've been confirmed here that you can have Campbell popped and just go in there and be like, hey, 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 watch what I can do, fucker, and just get that convert <laughs> off. Um, I will say this. As much as I hate extraction, as much as I hate extraction, I am excited. Not anxious, not worried. I am excited to see camo converts. It gives me that vibe of like a stealthy convert in S&D in COD of like where you sneakily get in behind the enemy and you're just just sitting there and the enemy has no fucking idea, but like you're clearly obviously invisible now. Like I am, I'm actually excited for those plays to happen because we already know how fucking difficult it can be to get a conversion. So making it a little bit easier to get that done. If you have the power up. Yeah. I'm excited for that. So it'll be fun. Extraction. Not fun. That might be fun. <laughs> um, but I think we hit on everything else. Other than the Hills. Yes. Thank you very much. So 
They removed the hill surrounding the overshield, which is now camo. So that is now gone. Um, all I said was this hill always did seem a little off when playing. And what I mean by that is always kind of felt scrappy, um, considering the amount of different angles that enemies could be coming from at any given time. It's like you'd have to watch sandbags, cuts, key door, dummies, uh, basically the yeah, C-plat, ba- window, scoreboard, everything. You basically had to stretch your team very far yeah. or you're pinned on less than a third of the map. Exactly. So I'm excited about that one being moved or removed, I should say. Um, added a hill bottom bridge near mud. Yeah, I saw, um, I believe APG played on this today. Initial thoughts. Um, there was a couple times his team spawned green while that mud hill was active and the enemy was in that hill. So okay. allowed for quick shots, quick damage to go down. It's a little weird. Yeah, that's that was my only concern with it so far. Because mm-hmm. that is, I mean, we've seen it before where if you, I mean, you're on C plat yeah. or back tower, they they're definitely can spawn green. So is the strategy going to have to be to get someone out green? To block those spawns. To block those spawns, to spawn them. But then they're going to spawn A or even overshield. Rather have them spawn there, though, because then they have to work a lot harder to get to where you are. Right. And then you're able to watch those corners. Like, you're able to watch tower side. You're able to watch um, pillars. I feel like the green guy's job is to rat yeah. until they get to hill and then shoot them in the back. Yep. Or just get info. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and I think you're out on the blocking the spawns at green because if, if, you, if they saw, like, if they're spawning green, that's... Yeah, I right. like, like that. Basically what happened, someone spawned green, like APG spawned green, hopped up out of the mid of it. While the enemy's in the hill. While the enemy's in the mud Yeah, hill. I don't like that. He's got shots down range. While he's shooting down range, his teammate spawns in training right next to him. Wow. Okay. And they were able to, to get in. Okay. See, because we're going to talk about a spawn point being removed um, on, uh, um, re- yes. on recharge. And my, I'll just make my point about spawns now that... Like I will then, um, I want like for the one on recharge, which we'll get to, I'm excited if it works out for the betterment of the map. What I mean by that is we've seen instances, many, many instances of spawns being fucked on infinite. Oh, sure. Just like plain and simple. Right. Yeah. So I'm worried that I'm getting a sense of deja vu right now, to be honest with you, which is kind of weird. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just worried about that. Like they're removing one from recharge. Hopefully that works out and that's awesome. Right. But the thing I'm worried about is by removing that spawn specifically, are you affecting the other spawns on the map now? Sure. And now, now that you've removed a hill on a map and you're adding a hill somewhere else, is that going to negatively affect the spawns that we know can be negatively affected already? So that's, yeah, if, if it's intentional that the, the spawns were like that, then you're right. Like, you just have to get a teammate out there. You got to be blocking blocking the spawns. Yeah. Crazy concept. Um, And then move the hill in house area slightly toward the scoreboard area. I don't remember. I may have, but I think I had the stream up while I was working on something else. So I don't remember seeing this, the, this hill. Sure. But. We'll have to see how it plays. I guess I don't know at this point. The thing that if, if it's what I'm imagining in my head as to where the placement is, then I like the move because like you think about a hill already, right? Where can you see if you're, if you're capturing the a hill, where can you oh, see big door, 
Top mid. Can you look out big door? Can't look out to. Can you look out scoreboard? No. You can only look out top mid. So now you can look out scoreboard and ding, have ding, more ding. angles. And yes. then they have an advantage pushing from big door. Yes. So it you have to be more cognizant on the map, whether you're pushing or whether you're capturing. Sure. And those that are capturing, if, if it's what I'm imagining in my head, because I haven't seen it actually either, but if it's what I'm thinking in my head, then I like it from a capturing standpoint because, yes, I think it gives you an additional sight line. So, like, you don't... Yeah, I, I just, I like that idea. I like that idea. All right, recharge. Two more. Wait, no, three more. Here we go. Sorry. All right, recharge. Much like Live Fire, recharge was in need of larger overhaul to address balance issues and provide a fresh experience for players, particularly with King of the Hill. Weapon and equipment layout. The repulsor has been removed. Now, here's the thing for me. This I, is the map that it worked the best on, in my opinion, or what? No, I thought it worked the best on live fire. Oh, okay. So I said, at talking about me being an old curmudgeon earlier, I'm going to go back on that and say that I didn't think, like, I thought there was only an issue on this map, like, where it spawned and in that surrounding area. Which they kind of fixed by putting it on the platform back there. Yeah. Not a lot of people went so and I got it. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah. And so all I said was, at least it's less ways to get booped off the map. Yeah, but I'm like down. I guess I'm down for that. But yeah, but that's the, like that was my problem with Live Fire. I guess technically is still my problem with Live Fire is that there's so many opportunities to get booped off, you know. Where with with recharge, I'm like, I mean, okay, but like, did we need this one gone? Yeah, it was only you know? back hydro. Yeah, that the threat was there. It was weird. Either way, um, shroud screen. So they took it off Live Fire. They're like you don't need this for camo anymore. Fuck you. We'll put it on recharge. For camo. For camo and blue pipes, baby. <laughs> huh. So the sea spawners are technically going to have an advantage. And I wouldn't say it. Maybe not an advantage, but they could go through pipes, get that trout, and then try to play for camo. Yeah. But that's going to take them off. I think objectives. they have to take, but don't they have to take sl like just slightly a couple more seconds to get that shroud? Because, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're not spawning in blue pipes. No, you spawn long C haul right, out, right outside yeah, or, of C-plat. Yeah, like C-plat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can just run off C-plat, go right, where there's no no way the enemies are going to no be No real opposition, yeah. Yeah, because they're going to have to move through gold yep. or out. Yeah. No, I, I agree. and so that's But that's the thing, too, is that it gives... Oh, my God, part of me likes this change. Because by that teammate taking those extra couple seconds to go like, yes, maybe uncontested at that time to get shroud the enemy team may like now you're in a three V four scenario, right? Right. So now the other team has potentially a better opportunity to make a play too. So there's that dynamic now where yeah. before it just felt like a fucking scuttle to see who was going to get it right That's now. Fair. Now it feels like there's going to be a slightly, just slightly ever so much more strategy to get that camo now because it is going to take a player out of the four an extra couple seconds to disengage, to get that shroud before they can re-engage. And the, um, the next point is kind of a, again, another counter to the shroud screen being there because it is moved frags from red pipes to turbine. So as a team's pushing out of a, they could technically grab those frags and have a couple extra frags to throw down onto camo. Absolutely. So here's my thought on that. Will this lead to more or less remote detonations? I'm going to say less. Okay. And then also, 
not being able to grab some nades before leaving red pipes seems like a, I say potential issue in terms of being more viable in a fight. But then again, maybe this lead to less nade spam as a result from preventing a push into or out of red pipes. I was going to say, this might be like gold is a great place to hold the ball yeah. on oh, recharge. Yeah. Lots of playable options if you need to get the ball out. Yep. And yes, those nades are respawning there. So you can always kind of defend yourself. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not going to lie. There's times where I throw four nades out into turbine because they're trying to push in through that door. Because they're right there. They're right there. <laughs> Just keep throwing. Do, <laughs> yep. do, do, do. Yep. And then, yeah. So I think this helps. It'll help break up the monotony of the ball being constantly held in gold. Sure. And not being able to be broken. I can absolutely see that. And yes, unfortunately, it may lead to less remote detonations. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, yet again, they removed the needler. Sorry, John. <laughs> He's going to do it. Hashtag free the pink mist, I believe. And uh, my blurb here is, I don't think we're playing with needlers anymore in ranked, guys. Yeah, I, think I just wrong. don't think we're not doing it anymore. <laughs> um, now, if you could take the super needler. needler no, stop it. Whatever that oh, prism oh, okay, mode good. I was is. like, wait a second. You're going to talk. I thought you were going to say, can we add that there? I'm like, fuck no. No. Um, no, I... So for what it's worth, I'm always going to call it needles. I'm not going to call it. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, he's needles. Yep. Yeah. It's still needles regardless, but yeah, they removed the needler. It's no longer there. And then the sidekick and disruptor have swapped with the battle rifle. I'm a big fan of the battle rifle. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I like it's, it seems like they're just, they're adding the BR in more areas to have more yep. versatility. People can hold down long range angles. So this, I can't believe I'm saying this, but this could be an issue because we know how powerful it is at longer ranges. Yeah. And the whole point of switching to the Bevo was to make it so you're getting into more fights, not necessarily at longer ranges, maybe speed the game up a little bit more. So re replacing two weapons. Two starting weapons. Yeah. On the map. So that's. Well, I'll, again, another we'll have to wait and see moment. And I am a fan of the BR. If you've listened to the show, you'll know I love the BR. But yeah, it's another instance of like on Argyle and whatnot, where do we really need to remove these? Or like on Aquarius with the removal of the Psyche, do we really need to remove this? Especially because it's not a primary weapon. It's meant to be a secondary, whether it be the Disruptor or the Sidekick. And it's supposed yeah. to make you viable in a pinch. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. We'll see. So I, I just, I just think someone goes up long haul, grabs the BR off uh, again, off a start, goes up long haul, grabs the BR, gets in top gold and is able to easily cross to the people pushing out of a. Yeah. Versus the, the bandit that is not as viable. Sure. Still viable, but not as viable as, as the BR trying to shoot people from that bottom mangler door or the overhang. That fucking mangly dangly. <laughs> See, just another instance of they removed something so long ago, yet that's still what it's fucking called. Yeah. You know, it'll never not be called that. King of the Hill. Removed the hill and elevator. This was probably the hardest one to break. So I see it. I love this. Yeah. I love this because, yes, uh, it was one of the hardest setups to break with professional teams, while it could also be very lopsided in ranked matchmaking. It's I I love, love this change. Now, there's a new hill in batteries. Now, for those who haven't seen the hill yet, actually, real quick, Spying Ryan, thank you on the congratulations. Appreciate that. 
Um, and then I believe Ash said he was taking off for the night. So Ash, if you hear this at all, have a great night. Appreciate you as always. Um, so they added a new hill and batteries for those who have not seen this yet. This hill is not all encompassing of batteries. It is the last two batteries in the back. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, it's got a little front, like we call them L L two R two, right? Mm-hmm. So it's got a little room in front. Sure. But not it all doesn't the way go all the way out. Yeah, it's like maybe halfway. Mm-hmm. Maybe so you can halfway. play around those back pillars. Mm-hmm. But that's about it. So I I said that I'm curious to see how this new plays this new hill plays out because it appears smaller than the other hills, and again like the back batteries. So I said grenade spammers eat your hearts out on this one. Um, and yeah, Clutch had mentioned in the Twitter Spaces uh, talk with. Um, Brav and Onset, which is going to be included in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show, exclamation point show notes in chat, or it's in the description if you're checking out the audio version or the uh, VOD on YouTube. Um, he talks about how he didn't want to spoil what the strategy quote-unquote should be for that hill. Okay. Um, he said he was going to talk to Brav and Onset after that call about it. So like, I'm, I'm kind of curious what he was going to talk about there or what he was thinking about. Um, but like, I just look at it as Nade city. Like if you got them, throw them because you ain't really getting out of there unless you have grapple, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's tough because like, and repulsor's gone now too. Yeah. Camo could be help, but then the, the area is so small that the nades are going to reveal. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the strategy is going to have to be get gold control. And shoot out of glass and, uh, and bat ledge. And bat ledge. Yeah. Because you, if you're if you're sitting glass and you're sitting bat, like you have clear, like those are the two definitively clear sight lines right there. Yeah. Here, here's where I'm at on it. A little later, we'll talk about solitude, and they removed the top mid hill on solitude. Yes, which I'm also a fan of. Spoiler alert. Doesn't this feel like the same kind of hill? viewable from multiple angles have to sit out be you know you know what i mean like you're sitting duck up there sure removed for the i same can definitely type see of that reason. like yes yeah you make a great point if, i didn't even think about that it, it feels weird to add this and then take the one like it away from another map sure i'm gonna let me think about that before we get to solitude, because yeah, that's a great point. Um, and then they created a new hill rotation order. It starts. The hill rotation starts will with that batteries hill, no longer starting bottom mid. Yep. Okay. Um, and then I just say that not starting with the bottom middle hill could lead to potentially new starting strats. Although with camo still spawning in that location at the start of the game, maybe the focus remains the same because I assume that players are not going for the hill right off the bat. Like, you want to get your setups going first. You want to make sure you have the power equipment, weapons, whatever it may be. Yeah, you got to get some slays down and then get positioning. Absolutely. But now, with that shroud screen implementation, maybe those starting strats for that camo go a little bit differently. Yeah. Maybe. And then blue pipes, turbine, C-plat, and then bottom mid is the final hill in the rotation. And then the spawns, what we talked about briefly. Oh, do you want to say something? The bottom mid hill. The bottom mid hill. Being the fifth hill. Mm-hmm. Right? It's either like it, it could t- potentially be two, two at that point, 
that hill can tend to go on for a while. So I'm, I'm curious yeah. if we're going to see more overtimes mm. on recharge with that being the final hill versus the first hill. But I, th- I also think that we're not going to see it twice in a, in a map. Sure. So that could help things. I'm, this is going to sound weird, but hear me out. I'm more like fine with overtimes and capture the hills than I am in uh, capture the flags. No, oh, I agree. Because with capture the hills, players have to be actively be making an attempt to get in the hill or contest for the hill where the flag, you just have a standoff and you're just waiting, you know? Yeah. So I hear you. Even if we did have like a two, two and we have a standoff in that fine, in that what would be that final hill and bottom mid, like, I think it could be crazy and just, just fun to watch because that's when teams have to fight their hardest is to get that final hill. That's going to be exciting. And then the spawns, they deleted the respawn point on the grapple shot ledge. And I'm just going to share the same sentiment I had before. I think if it helps in the competitive sense of the game, fine. Like that's a good change. I'm just worried if it fucks with other spawns. Yeah, I'm not sure. I personally can't remember spawning there much. Sure. Um, I honestly don't remember either, to be honest. I if, if that area is open, I feel like the person usually spawns batteries versus on the grapple ledge. Sure. So maybe it was like it's a redundant point because there's a spawn in batteries, there's a spawn on grapple. But maybe the point of removing the spawn point on grapple is because if you spawn there, you're a sitting duck right off the bat. Yeah, with the batteries, you have a little cover with those exactly. pillars going up and down. Exactly. So maybe it was just to get players out of a situation or opportunity where they're basically caught with their dick in their hand right as soon as they spawn. Sure. Um, all right. Streets for streets. Most of the feedback stemmed from the feeling of there being too much power on the map in the form of strong weapons and more ideal to use like locations. We wanted to address that feedback while also uh, again, providing new ways for players and teams to play on the map. So here's the weapon and equipment layout. Rocket launcher has been swapped with active camo and it'll spawn 30 seconds into the match. So will I know you don't have any champagne in your glass right now. So I'm going to have you raise your water bottle. Oh, what? Why everyone let's raise our glass to the Josh pillar. Oh, one of my best moments in my infinite career. May it live in infamy here, here. For those who don't know that reference, I may or may not have had rockets at one point in time. I may or may not have shot a rocket at a pillar on streets, and I may or may not have killed myself with said rocket that hit the pillar on streets, and that pillar may or may not have been renamed Josh's Pillar in Swole Daddy's fucking house. That may or may not have happened. But now I don't have to worry about that shit anymore because rocks are gone. Um, in all seriousness though, I actually like this change a lot because while I did like using the rockets on that map, it did always kind of feel too powerful, especially with how like small the map was. Sure. So removing it for a power up instead 
will lead to different types of strategies and setups instead of the main focal point during the fucking game being rockets when they spawn. Like that is what teams are going for every single time. Right. It, it, it was so much to the point, and you heard it in comms, where if you didn't get rockets, like you, that could drastically change the end of how a game goes. So having a power up there instead, I like that. I think it'll lead to a lot different types of strategies because your main focal point is not necessarily going to be on that spawn anymore. So now you can maybe move around and get in different types of situations. Um, and also like live fire and I fucking hate extraction, but this could lead to more sneaky psych conversions. There, there you go. Yep. <laughs> what are your thoughts on rockets being removed? Yeah, I'm fine with it. I like that camo comes up 30 seconds in, so it's less of a focus right away and teams can get places. Absolutely. The bandit Evo has been removed from B stairs. Can I just say like what you, what you said before you already have ammo in it. So oh, who the yeah. fuck cares? Yeah. Okay. Uh, rip for uh sentinel beam. There you go. Oh yeah, that's right. Not coming back. There's nothing there anymore now. Nah. This is fucking, it's empty. It's just a blank wall. It's, <laughs> it's every fucking needler spot. <laughs> it's just empty. Um, It's like, I, you know, when you, so yeah, I've played with the new update and there's some things where like, you know, the heat wave's gone from bottom, middle, on light fire. There's no rack there. There's nothing. It's just a blank white wall now. And it's like, have you ever taken a piece of artwork down in your home and you just leave it blank and you walk by and you're like, that looks fucking weird now. <laughs> That's what it's like walking around some of these maps. All the fucking needlers gone too. Yeah. So like, yeah, guys, I'm going to go for needle. Oh, never mind. Um, another fucking amazing move. The stalker rifle has moved to red room and no longer is spawning top C. You have to work to get top C with it now. Love this change. You can't grab it and instantly shoot down on camp. Oh, well, well, us rockets now yep. camo. I love this change. Um, and also clutch was talking about as well that this makes it so it's more contestable by the opposing team that's spawning uh, like PDNA because you can throw nades to red room, right? You can, you can yeah. contest that off spawn. Yep. You see nades coming to driveway all the fucking time. So being able to contest that right off the rip, knowing that you're not like the player that gets that isn't going to be able to be viable fucking immediately. The fact that it's already been red racked. Like I love that change. Yeah, Just think of love the time it. it would have to take to get back to C. Oh. And then by then the players are probably gone out of middle anyway. Yeah. You're going to be pushing B with that shit at that point. Yeah. And then if they want to look B rail, yep. their, their team's going to be there. No, unless uh, someone wraps purple. I think sure. that's going to be the contest is if someone wraps purple grabs bulldog, mm -hmm. Stalker will be able to take them out from B rail, which sure. I think is a great trade off because it's not like they can fire on everyone. There's just a specific lane. Right. But also at the same time, if you have two of your other teammates pushing from PD side to contest that Stalker, right. you might not then even it, get it. It gives that player an opportunity in purple to get that Bulldog and maybe push towards B stairs. Yeah. Like I, I love, love this change. Great fucking change. Um, they removed the threat seeker. So will chat. Anybody that listens, I have a question. Was it even worthwhile anyway? Do players actually gain utility from this equipment? Do players like this equipment? 
I'm actually genuinely curious. And I also stay. And the fact that I am curious about that must mean that it's removal from streets is fine by me. Like do people, do, do people like the threat seeker? I'm, I'm act. I want to know is I feel like it was like when it was used, I felt like it was always a dud. Like more often than not, it felt like a dud. Now granted uh, that is information. At least, you know, they're not right there. Right. But like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the most use I got on a threat seeker was a uh, ball oddball. Ooh. And I would just shoot it towards benches after like, we got to clear something to see like, okay, it's been about, Oh, spawners are up. Wait a couple seconds, shoot it d- down towards benches or purple to see if they're pushing that way. And that way I know to turn my attention towards purple or B. Okay. But that's really one scenario. Often it was like, it's one of those things where like, if you're there, you get it. And then you just see if you can hit something with it. Yeah. I'm just, I felt like it wasn't like a, a big difference maker on the map. Like when you think of other equipment, right? Shroud screen, area of denial, abilities for setups, drop wall, area of denial, able to uh, gain information, like more so information because you're able to clearly see, thrust, uh, a lot more mobility. Like I feel like so all the other equipment in the game have clear advantages to being used. And like clear actual utility that benefits you from using it. Yeah. Where the threat seeker always felt like a, it it felt like they were just trying to make something out of something that clearly did not work from competitive in terms of the, the threat detector or whatever the the threat sensor. Yeah. So, um, it helped figure out a single push that would happen where they're coming from. Understandable. Understandable. Also pancakes. Thank you for the fucking gifted sub. You get a woo and welcome back, by the way. All right. Shroud screen is moved to back A in the original threat seeker location. So shroud screen will still exist on the map. It's just been moved. Um, I think fine with this one. Yeah. Right. Okay. And then repulsor has been added to the driveway area in the original shroud screen location. Okay. Yeah? You can repulse the nades that are coming for the stalker in Red Room. Not rockets, though. Not rockets. <laughs> so here's the thing that I never even thought about. So I said, look, we all hate extraction. <laughs> Go back on the extraction trade here. Regardless of the changes that have been made to the mode, it's shit. Has always been, has been and always most likely will be shit. So what does it have to do with the repulsor? Well, I was watching Ted Stone's stream last night. <laughs> You don't say. Uh, yeah. And I watched a player get repulsed off an extraction site while trying to convert. Yeah. Did I mention how awful extraction is? It's truly fucking awful. <laughs> also, also, this is insane. I'm going to post this uh, tweet in the chat. Will, check this out if you haven't already. Oh, gosh. This is what the potential for a repulsor can do on fucking stream. Oh, well, that's a giant G slide. You don't think these pros are giant G sliding? Oh, well, that that spot is going to be, like, banned. Like, <laughs> they're, 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 
We're not gonna I, let them get I that love, fucking spot. I love how you're watching this right now, and you're like, oh, they're fucking GA and that shit. <laughs> you're not gonna be able to go on top of the burger sign. Yeah. The the fact the thing that kills me about that is it's just been introduced. You're watching this clip and you'll be like, oh, this fucking needs to be modified immediately. <laughs> Isn't it fucking insane? There needs to be a shorter skybox. Oh my you know? God, it's insane. And like, I get it. The dude's in a, he's in a custom game, right? This is, uh, this is Milkway by the, by the way, he's in a fucking custom game. So like, this is ideal scenario and whatnot. You're clearly like not in a fight or anything like that. And you're just testing things out, but man, some of this shit is hilarious. So the, again, I'm a little concerned about repulsor, but you know, it's also, I'm, I'm assuming this is on a high FOV cause it looks like he's moving incredibly fast. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But Hey, it sure does. Looks like something. What's wrong with speeding up the game? <laughs> Everybody, we never nobody, had issues of flag standoffs on streets, Will. It never existed. Oh, my God. Well, I thought the sentiment was like people wanted stuff to change on streets. So here you go. And now you can get off the map faster. Now you can fucking... When there's... I'm literally starting to cry again. When there's a fucking... When there's an extraction site in B, and you have a player with repulsor at fucking ATM side towards Bulldog, and he fucking G-slides from ATM, repulses through fucking tires, goes into B and gets him off the point... It's lit. <laughs> oh my God. Real fucking MLG gamer. Oh my God. Talk about speeding up the map. That'd be, it's fucking insane. I just want to point that out. So there you go. Hope you enjoy that one. Um, fuck. Uh, let's see. Commando rifle in top A has been replaced by the bat battle rifle. I love BRs. And then the Bevo in Cafe has been replaced by a commando rifle. All right. Sounds fine. Last one, Will. Solitude. The one with the rocks that don't stop. Except you. Get it? Because they stop you from being able to move. Because they're shit. Solitude. The main objective of Solitude was to update King of the Hill to address balance and player feedback, particularly around the snowballing effect on the map. Weapon and equipment loadout. The sniper rifle has been swapped to the shock rifle. Will, this has been hotly contested. It has. Big point of contention with good old Solitude. What are your thoughts? I'm fine with it. Teams will get pinched down less. I like it. Yeah. So, okay. I, my, my point here, I've been typing all this out, obviously. Um, this might be an unpopular opinion, but I think this change will be for the better, especially considering the sniper was the only power weapon on the map previously. Now, obviously, it's just shock rifle. Um, and depending upon spawn, it heavily favored over, uh, one side over the other. We know that a body shot with the shock rifle does not take a player's shields all the way down. Unlike the sniper rifle. Therefore, I believe this should allow for less steamrolling for the team who has the power weapon and for closer games in general, which is the whole point of this. Um, I saw there was a post on Reddit of somebody who did like data compiling um, talking about how 
more headshots were hit in general over the last land season with the shock rifle than the sniper rifle. Because some people were saying how they thought that the shock rifle was harder to hit headshots than the sniper. Um, I, I'm not going to say either way. What I am going to say is I think it depends on the player using it. Yeah. I think the importance is the body shots. Yeah, absolutely. You can push through a shock rifle body shot much easier than a sniper body shot. And again, this is the whole point. The whole point is to not have there be like we fuck. We talk about the strategy all the time, guys make them spawn plaza. Like that's, that's the strat. Make them spawn plaza. Make sure they can never get out, which I'm sure will still be the strat. Absolutely. But now without sniper, it'll make it more difficult to do that. At least in my opinion, I think it should allow it to be less likely to happen. Like teams should hopefully be able to push out easily more easier from being caught in plaza. I hope we'll have to wait and see. But now, yes, Will, like you mentioned, let's talk about King of the Hill. They removed the top middle hill. They removed the bottom dip hill. They added a new hill, bottom middle, like the B stronghold. Mm-hmm. They added a new hill in yard, like the A stronghold. What do you think? Dramatic pause. <laughs> um, looking at the new rotation, I like it. Mm-hmm. What we saw in Solitude a lot of times is that first hill took forever to cap, which drained a lot of clock. Once it was capped, it was kind of a scramble. And with the hill rotation that went top, mid, Mm -hmm. driveway, then bottom dip, you wanted A control for all of that. Yeah. Now with the hill rotation, it goes bottom, middle, yard, then to cafe ramp, then to driveway, and then into nest. We're flipping sides of the map here, Mm -hmm. which is kind of nice. You want to know my literal only note that I added for all these hill changes? Sure. I said, insert Jack Nicholson shaking his head meme here. Oh, like that. Yeah. Yep. That's a good one. I did it for all, all points because I, I do. I love these changes. I like, I can see maybe if there's a conversation around, well, now you just fucking made the hills, the fucking strongholds points. Like, so, you know, but it, I like this from a sense that, there's more angles to fight from. Like you said, with the rotation of the hills, different setups are going to be required. You're not going to be allowed to just sit in one spot the entire time. You're going to have to fucking move. Um, and I, I will say I was never a fan of that top middle hill. I never liked it. I always, it, again, talking about forbidden as a player who hasn't played that much of it, where like the, the lanes feel weird to me. They just feel off. The, the top middle hill of solitude always just felt off to me. Sure. It never felt like you could get something consistently going. It always had, it always felt like you grab a few seconds here. You grab a few seconds there. It just, it never felt consistent. So hopefully this leads to more consistency within the map as well. And I'm excited for it. So 
That's it. All right. All in all, I would say I have much many more positives than potential negatives. I'm not going to say outright negatives because I haven't I we haven't seen them at pro play yet. You know, so like I can sit here and think that it could be a, a potentially bad thing, but I want to hold that I want to hold that judgment till I actually see it being played, see how pros either like or dislike it, me play it more often, see if I like or dislike it. We can go from there. Sure. But I think the majority of these changes seem very, very good from the outset. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Have you, from the from the little that you've played, have you been enjoying these changes that have come into ranked? Yeah. Um, I've been getting a lot of modes that the changes, like, don't, like, I wish I could get more of, like, strongholds on solitude or recharge, but I'm still playing, like, Slayer on recharge or oddball on recharge. And I'm like, been seeing a lot of slayers. Yeah. Yeah. So I I need more time with it, but I've been enjoying the changes. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited. (coughs) Bless you. (coughs) Bless you. Got a third one for me. Maybe. Oh, Um, the sniff. Oh, okay. Never mind. All right. So yeah, I'm, anyway, I'm genuinely excited. I want to see how these play and, I'm excited to see the pros get their hands on them. Um, I'm really, really fucking excited to see this actually played in a LAN environment and see some strategies really start to form after these scrims. And that roadmap cannot fucking come soon enough. No. And I will say, I do like the idea of some change on the maps. It mm-hmm. changes things up. It, I've seen people get back on Halo that were playing Call of Duty because they just needed something different, but they're back on Halo with this update. So if you were trying to get people back in your game, I've seen it personally happen. You were a huge proponent way back when, um, when kind of Infinite Esports was being talked about in a generalized sense, like before anything was really announced or whatnot. You were one of the huge proponents of having changes year over year. I mean, yeah, if you go back to that Tashi interview, I mentioned it to him. Yep. See, look at that. Fuck, it may be me, guys. Maybe you. Sorry. Maybe you to blame for all these changes. Maybe <laughs> you to blame for extraction. Look at you. Just kidding. So, yeah, uh, SSG did a really cool breakdown and screenshot form of the changes over on Twitter. That is included in the Google Doc of the show. It's the show exclamation point show notes in chat or in the description. And then, uh, again, we put a link to the Twitter space conversation around the changes with Bravo, Onset, and Clutch. So go check that out as well. Really good conversation that they all had there uh, when the changes were announced. So go check those out. And that is it for the topic. Um, it's time for the regular news. Mantic Game partners, or I should say Mantic Games, partners with 343 Industries to bring the Halo universe to tabletop. This is by Mantic Games. UK-based tabletop studio Mantic Games announced the partnership with 343 Industries to launch a brand new Halo miniatures combat game. Launching directly to retail in September 2024, Halo fans can eagerly look forward to amazing Spartan miniatures that bring Halo multiplayer battles to life in an expertly crafted team combat game experience for tabletop newcomers and veterans alike. Mantic Games and 343 Industries will be pulling back the curtain curtain soon on this exciting new addition to the Halo universe. Halo and miniature gaming fans around the world can expect their first preview of the game in March of 2024. So only a couple months away till we get a little preview of what that's going to look like. I'm excited. I'm excited. Halo Infinite Playlist updates by Halo Support. Ranked Rotational Playlist. Ranked Snipers has replaced Ranked Tactical. In other words, SWAT! 
The community-made Forge Map Aqueduct has been re-added to the Husky Raid playlist. Various community-made Forge Maps have been updated with minor adjustments and fixes. And the Workshop Squad Battle Networking feature playlist rotated out as, uh, or I mean, has rotated out as scheduled. The new networking model is still in use in both Firefight King of the Hill playlists. Speaking of the networking model, here is a little insight into the networking update. This is by... Unishek. I haven't been able to use that button in a little while. Felt good. So Ains over on Twitter asked, just curious as to why this isn't being rolled out prominently. Understand that there's still tuning to do, but it seems like we have a wide agreement that it's better than some of the issues we see today. And Unishek replied with the following. Uh, here's a breakdown of why. Technical quality. To allow for coverage that was not just widespread, but also had lots of depth, we needed to allow for plenty of hands-on time. We wanted to let players hammer on it and try all the crazy things that can only happen out in the wild. Identifying bugs and weird edge cases was one of the main goals of the workshop. Now that we're finding those cases, we need to prioritize and address the most impactful ones before expanding any further. Player feedback. To collect quality feedback on the feel of it, we wanted people to be able to play lots of matches under different circumstances. Seeing how it performs in those various games and specific combat scenarios is critical to the long-term success of the new model. What if most players decided, actually, this doesn't actually feel good, or nope, the trade-offs aren't worth it, after two weeks under these various situations? The initial reaction was great to see, but we needed to take the time to see if player feedback consistently and clearly stated, yes, this feels better over the course of the entire test. TLDR, we need to verify that both player feedback and data point to it being good enough to make the change in more places, if not globally. Once we get all that collected, we'll be able to make more informed decisions that'll help determine the next steps towards a broader rollout plan. So there you go. They're still working on it. The one thing I will say is I'm kind of surprised that they didn't do a workshop of just a social 4v4 playlist. Like whether that be Team Slayer or whatever, I'm kind of surprised they didn't do that. Because they did Squad Battle and they did King of the Hill. Still King of the Hill for that matter. But the fact we didn't have just a core 4v4 playlist introduced that, I'm kind of curious. Firefight, yeah, Firefight King of the Hill. Yes, Firefight King of the Hill, yes. That and Squad Battle had the networking changes via the test period and still firefight king of the hill has it right now. So hmm. yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know other than did they get enough from squad battle? Cause there's more players in that for stability, more weapons on the map, more craziness, you know? Sure. It, absolutely. It's just, I I'm, I'm just curious as to like when this does roll out globally, like the most playlists in the game are 4v4. It's like, I'm surprised you didn't just throw that out there for a couple weeks to be like, hey, in Team Slayer for the next couple weeks, we added our networking model to it. Go test it out. Yeah. It's not ranked. You don't have to worry about it. But if you want to hop in and test it out, go for it. Either way, whatever. That's it for the regular news. This would be where we have caught another games watch. I'm not going to do it in the voice because we don't fucking have it. Uh, the Rockers still shit. But besides that, it's time for Wales Adventures of the Nailovers and holy shit, other games too. <laughs> what, yeah. Will, what didn't you play <laughs> last week? I think is the better question. Shit. So, uh, 
Yeah, I played Halo. No way. Obviously. <laughs> um, played a little Madden 23. Keeping that franchise going. I played... Gosh, there's so much to get through here. Um, I'll just I'll just list them. Halo Infinite, Madden 23, Rainbow Six Siege, Payday 3, World War Z, Escape from Tarkov, and the finals. And I was just in a mode of like, I, I don't know what to play. Did you play some Game Pass Roulette? Because <laughs> that's what it felt like. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, kind of. What happened was, is because I'm a Nitro. Yeah. Uh, on so a subscriber on Discord. Yeah. I got a thing for gift a month free of Game Pass. And did you gift it to your alternate account? No, I gifted it to Joey. Okay, I was going to say, did you gift it to Wilbo Baggins? <laughs> Speaking of which, I can totally do that. Thanks for the recommendation. Fuck. No. <laughs> um, and he was like scrolling through Games Pass because he wanted to play me in Madden. Oh, did you shit on him? I did. Oh, fuck yeah. Because, yeah. Fuck I you, just, Joey. Uh, yeah. Just kidding. I was not having a good time with shooters at the moment. I'm like, I just need to do something else. Um. So yeah, popped on. He want he, he was scrolling through the list. And he's like, "Oh, payday three. And I'm like, "Well, Josh just played that. I, I mean, but I'd be willing to try it. <laughs> it's more fun to watch than play. Sure, it's but so it's it had to have been a little fun to play with friends though. A little bit because well, one we didn't know what the fuck we were doing. Oh, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing either. You <laughs> could clearly tell that. <laughs> and then um, oh, he's here. Hi, hey Joey. He's getting better though. I'll tell. I'll say that. Oh, now you praise him. I, I got okay. it. He's, okay, the first game. What was it like? Forty-six to three. No, hold on. What teams were you picking? So what we do is we do back and forth. Like I'll pick. I'll randomize. He'll randomize. Then okay. I'll randomize, and you get three teams to pick from. Okay. So what were the teams that you guys chose? I don't remember the first game. Joey, do you remember? It may have. I may have gotten the Chiefs. Well, I mean, they're wide receivers. Have been iffy this well, year. But. Again, this is Madden 23. So yeah, but have, doesn't it stick with current roster changes? Some of them get updated. Mm-hmm. Um, the second game, Joey had the Ravens, which were they're very 80, good, 88 overall, and yeah. I had like the Jags or something. Yo, and I also won that game like oh, 36 fuck. to three. Oh no, Joey, no, fuck. Jags are awful, but well, not awful. It's not very good. There are some mechanics in that game where like you got a dude wide open and you throw and the quarterback is just like, I'm going to be inaccurate this time and throw That's it so right to the defense. So frustrating. But yeah, the games are getting, they're, they're getting better. The last one, I think uh, it was like a 32 to 14. There you go. But yeah, um, <laughs> getting better. Payday 3 was more fun to play with a friend, but the loop got kind of boring. We only oh, did the yeah. first bank mission. Oh. And then it was uh, uninstall. Yeah. Uh, just, and we played with bots. We didn't want to go online because I like wanted to try to be more sneaky versus just throwing the mask on right away. Sure. But there was really no way other than just we didn't find a way, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Jesus Christ. We also we? tried World War Z because... Zombie horde mode could be fun. Yeah. The shitty thing about that game is you literally have to level your characters. Oh. And the horde mode is like end game. Oh. And like, we're like, we're oh. not going to sit here and play the campaign. No. 
to get to horde mode. So that's an uninstall too. That's unfortunate. I uh, heard Justin really likes that game. Uh, goalie sniper. Yeah. Oh. It might be better if you level your character. Sure. You know what I mean? It's kind of shitty that it makes you do that though. And then escape from Tarkov. I did two scav runs and one PMC run with Joey. I just brought in a pistol and they, they removed those pistols sidekick. Oh, <laughs> anyway, um, I got fucked up by a scab healed. We got pushed by a PMC. Joey died. I killed the PMC. He was like a level like 22 and he had this beefy ass shotgun, but so that scab is still alive. Well, the scabs were taken care of. Joey, okay. Joey took care of the scabs. Good shit, Joey. But then my head was blacked out, which means you have no more health in your head area in my arms. And could you not pick up the shotgun? No, I could. I could. Uh, you can like you can do surgery, right? Okay. Like, you can do, like, like wait, field surgery. Like, so it'd be so funny if your arms are so fucked you just literally couldn't loot it off the person's yeah. body. Sorry. You're good. So I got my body back, picked up the shotgun. I made it almost to my extract. Oh no. And there was like three more scabs. And I I when your head's blacked out, if you take any more damage, you're you're done. You die. Oh, so shit. one bullet killed me and I'm like, fuck, I so almost got out. Is so there is there no way to like res a dead no, teammate? No. no. Oh, once you're, once you're that gone, sucks. you're gone. Okay. Okay. I didn't know that. Yep. Hmm. So it was a Tarkov experience and then played some finals. Uh Joey's really good in in that game. He got the uh, you know there's the small, medium, large builds you can have. Joey unlocked invisibility and the double barrel shotgun oh, he's for the fucking going invis. In. So yeah, he's been slaying it out, and I need to get back on that game. Joey's pretty good at first person shooters. Yeah. So yeah, that's I, I played a lot of things because it was kind of like we need something different to play. Let's just try a bunch of different shit. Well, that's all you, I remember playing. If you guys find a game that has a bathroom in it, I would I'd probably you'll, you'll hide. Yeah, I'll do great. I'd fucking annihilate people. Be great. Joey says not good at Madden. Hey, I said you're good at first person shooters. It's also gotten more uh like if if your player is slightly covered by a cornerback, they might not catch that ball. It's it's less forgiving. You have to really throw it's the receivers luck. open. It's the luck of Madden. Yeah. Or lack thereof. Yeah. Unless your receivers are like all like they have to be like the superstars or X Factors to be able to do crazy shit. Sure. That's what I played. What about you, Josh? Halo Infinite for the community playdate. Destiny 2, because I'm still plugging away at the seasonal story, which ends as of this week, which means we have many, many months before the expansion comes out in June. Yeah, so I have time to play that story, huh? You have plenty of fucking time, yeah. Plenty been, of time. I've been so... Like, I enjoy playing the game. Yeah. But I don't enjoy the level grind. Oh, it's okay. And, like, I've been stuck because I've... I don't want to level grind. I just want to play. I completely understand, but by playing, you're level grinding. Not because I'm already. Oh, well, you have cap. to get powerfuls. Yeah, I'm tired of like. I don't want to do ritual playlists and all this stuff. I want to play the story. You don't want to run strikes for five hours? No, not really. <laughs> I don't blame you. Um, see, so yeah, I'm just I'm still working on the seasonal story. Uh, and yeah, I still think the the gunplay in that game is second to none. So I'll, I'll play Destiny. Uh, Pancakes asked me the other night. He's like. Uh, I'm paraphrasing here. I'm probably going to get this wrong, but he says, are you going to keep playing destiny? Like after the final shape releases, or are you like, do you not care about the episodes or whatever they're coming out with? And I told him, and I'll, it's the same sentiment I have every time. Whenever they release new content, I will play the new content because the game plays so well. 
and I love how well the game plays. So whenever they release new content, I will be there for that new content. Um, and then, yeah, I'm just still playing Final Fantasy 16 because that game's fucking bonkers. Absolute fucking bonkers. So that's it. All right. Time for Time for some shout outs. Happy belated birthday to Opera and Power. Uh, shout out to everyone who joined in the community play date. We had all in one. Danny Phantom. Game Crazy John. Goalie Sniper. Heavy Rainfall. Marmar. Ross the Monkey Jr. Riznak and Snagu. Thanks for uh, helping Will test out some game types for scoring for a little project that's coming up. Oh, yeah. Did you want to say it? It's up to you. It's up to you. Fuck it. We're uh, in our discord. We're doing a um, kind of like a customs Olympics tournament. Mm -hmm. There's a little uh, category there that outlines everything. Signups are still open. They'll probably remain open until right before the tournament, which is February 10th. Um, Definitely need some more players. So if you're interested, go check it out. Do it up. And again, it's only for those that are in the discord. So please. Join the Discord, like Halt put in the uh, in the chat. Um, link is everything we talk about is in the show notes. So if you need to find a link for it and you're not listening live, go ahead, check out the show notes. The link is there. You will find it. Um, also, yeah. on the jerseys, I'm going to leave it open for one more week, and we'll go from there. The best ones are winning right now. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, shout out to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show real quick here um, Jay Coda and descendant sauce Sydney dragon slayer deutery do love that name thank you all for the follows welcome to the live show and then we had PD with the seven month resub blackout with the two month resub ash with the four month resub captain Mo with the nine month resub uncle pumpy with the 16-month resub, Sydney with the brand-new primer, Beiji with the one-month gifted sub to fresh veggies, Hyperbox with the brand-new sub, Stumpy with the five-month resub, Brian with the 33-month resub, and Pancakes with the gifted sub as well. You all get a woo! Thank you so very much for the gifted subs and the new subs and the resubs. Fucking subs, you guys are awesome. Shout out to everyone who's a patron at the semi-pro and higher tiers. That includes Christian, D Pancakes, Ashley, Voodoo Man, Rasta Monkey Jr., Ricky, Snagu, Raider, Hater, Peanut, But One Swollen Danny, Danny Phantom, Riznak, Zarners, Abby, Joy, Mr. Smiley, High Tech, Redneck, Goalie Sniper, The Only Neem, Heavy Rainfall, and Elena Dartboard. Ah, thank you all so very much for the extra support over on the Patreon. And if you are a GOAT tier subscriber, you should already see most of your perks enabled. Uh, you will become VIP in the Twitch chat. You will have a goat um, tag in the discord server. Um, the merch code, I believe will has ready to go. So we'll just right. Yeah. So we'll provide that to you guys. And um, yeah. Thank you guys for the fucking extra support. It's greatly appreciated. Community creations, Halo memes every day. Red.com from slash r slash Halo memes. Go check it out. And then we talked about tabletop Halo. But what about tabletop Halo and Forge by Rednom? Go check that out. Um, and Will. Yeah. that That's, you know what? Shout out to us for six years. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. 
Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, can we talk about Stanley travel mugs next? I broke mine. Are you talking about the craze that happened at target with the red and pink ones? Yeah. That's guaranteed. That's what he's talking about. Um, but yeah, I broke mine. Oh no. I was, so for those who don't know, like I don't put just water in my Yetis, Stanleys, whatever it may be. Like I use, uh, advanced, like advanced GG. So that's what I put in my water. And sometimes the seal like on the lid becomes harder to unseal, like to get cleaned. Mm -hmm. And I fucking like, I was trying to get it off so hard that I broke the handle off on my Stanley. Oh, no. Yeah. And I'm like, well, fuck you too, Stanley. And then I'll fucking use my Yetis. So, yeah. I'm just, I, the, the reason why I personally owned a Stanley and the reason why I own Yetis and so on and so forth is because I understand the whole, like, on the one hand, it's like, it's a reusable water bottle. You're not supposed to buy more than one. Like you're supposed to have the one you reuse it and reuse it and reuse it. And that's it. Right. Yeah. On the other hand, there's capitalism and you like what you see. You want to buy more of that thing and have a quote unquote collection. Some are better than others. Right. For my thing is the reason why I've, I have a few. The reason why I have so many is because I'm trying to find like quote unquote perfect water bottle for me. And nobody has made it because like, if I could take the, if I could take the lid structure of a Yeti and put it on a, the, the mug style or the cup style of a Stanley, like that might be it. Yeah. Because these are spill proof. These are leak proof and spill proof where the default ones on a Stanley or not. I don't care if you, if you turn the thing to, to like, to block it, like it's not, it's not leak proof and spill proof. If you shake the fucker, liquid's coming out. Where with these, you put this on, liquid is not coming out. So if they took this and put it on the actual cup style of a Stanley, where it fits in my cup holder in my car, has a handle on it for easy drinkage, done. But they don't fucking do that. It's fucking annoying. So I'm just, I'm just annoyed. I'm just fucking annoyed. It's fair. That's all. Yeah, people are fucking going crazy over those stupid, like, I shouldn't say stupid. If you like the way that that exclusive Stanley looked, more power to you. I wish that it was more broadly available because I, I hate scalpers and things like that. I truly wish that everybody had an opportunity to get one. Um, it sucks. That's the way it, it wasn't, you know? So if you weren't able to get one, that sucks. I'm sorry. If you actually really wanted it to use it, right? If you're just getting sure. it to scalp it, fuck off. But like if you're getting it to actually use it and you really love this color scheme of it and you think it looks cool and it goes with your motif, then by all means, that's awesome. It's just stupid. Just stupid. Um, but yeah, there you go. That's Grace is short. It's okay, Grace. We're tall, so we can like we can we can bump you up a bit. Okay. Thanks for the follow. Grace, how's the casting going? Should we throw this over to the HRL stream when we're Why done? Not? I mean, we're right there at the end. Yeah, we should. It's already been almost three hours. Oh, man, it's been a long one. Been a while. All right. 
That's all I got. The fucking Stanley Cup diatribe over. <laughs> uh, our six-year anniversary ending on that fucking high note. Will, without further ado, if you wouldn't mind plugging the show. I'm just going to do a short one today. Search for HGS Pro Talk. We're on Patreon. All your favorite podcast services like Josh's favorite. Pocket Cast still not that. Join our Discord. We're on socials, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, if you count that as a social. It is. Uh, live Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Central Time for the next few months. Pew, pew, pew. Go to YouTube.com slash HGS Pro Talk, all one word, to find all our old VODs that interview series with sketch that we did and some other uh, people live from the event. Um, and then don't forget about the fine folks at podcast evolve. Make sure to check out evolved halo.com. Your home for halo and all their shows. Podcast evolve mission debrief. Halo TV Plus, Book Club, Build With Blocks, Halo Headlines, and Halo Gear Guide. Go check them out. Podcast evolved. <laughs> Never stumbled over words so hard in my life. I was going to try to say podcast evolved, but then I read Mission Debrief, so it came out. <laughs> I'll try to say it all, say it all at once. Love there, it. There it was. <laughs> Love it. All right. Your port card water bottle. Yeah, it's great. I do genuinely like it. Like, I like the color scheme a lot. It's red and blue, and it's got the flex like you would on a report card. It's got some yellows and browns. And it's literally brown. the fucking color scheme of a report card. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Patreon? Patreon. What about Patreon? You get shout out Patreon? Or did you already do that? I did. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. Go check out Patreon or don't. That's perfectly fine, too. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode 321 of HCS Pro Talk. If you're tuning in live, thank you so much for doing so. Thank you for joining us on our six-year anniversary of doing whatever the fuck this is. Um, for those that are tuning in to the audio version of the show on your favorite podcast service or the YouTube bot over on YouTube, thank you very much for doing so as well. Um, I don't give a shit about algorithms or anything, but please leave a comment if you want to keep a conversation going on YouTube. Um, we do read them. We do respond to them. So if you if you have a thought about the ranked uh, changes that happened, so on and so forth, please feel free to leave a comment. Join the Discord, like Will mentioned earlier. We can really keep conversations flowing there as well. Um, you can get out on the community play dates that happen every Friday. We will have one this Friday as well. We're going to be celebrating a special Halt birthday as well. So be there for that. Um, and yeah, just I, I said it before at the beginning. I'll say it again now. Thank you so very fucking much for everything over the past six years. You all are insane. And I meant it when I said it, this show wouldn't be the same without you all. And we truly love and appreciate everybody in this community and everything that has happened so far and what we can't wait to continue to do in the future. We'll be back next week on Wednesday. And we're going to send this over to the Halo Rec League stream. So go watch some Halo Rec League matches. They're fucking awesome. But until then, bye-bye.